State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm gonna get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl Tesla Figaro on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Thank you so much for joining the Straight Shot No Chaser Live. Straight Shot No Chaser Live podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I am your host, Tesla Figaro. This live will be uploaded on my podcast. It will be available no later than tomorrow so that folks uh, can hear this message uh, and make sure that it it, it has an opportunity to be shared uh, far and wide. If you want to get in 
uh, on the discussion. You can join Twitter, which you should be on anyway. Uh, you should join Twitter uh, to be able to join the live space uh, to be able to get your comments in. So Instagram, see you. Uh, there might be uh, some in and out. I won't be stopping and repeating myself because, again, when you have multiple streams going on, sometimes the uh, the the connection uh, slows up. So uh, if you if you comment on Instagram, hey, we can't hear you. We can't. You know, you're going to have to go on, go on over to Twitter, which you should have a Twitter account. I keep stressing to you that politics starts at Twitter. Again, it starts at Twitter. It's also where trolls live uh, and and marinate. And it is a cesspool for trolls on Twitter because it's a lot, it's easier to be, to hide on Twitter than it is Instagram. Um, but it is important, uh, that you are on Twitter. So if you want to hear this live, uh, without interruption, Instagram family, and particularly the link is in the bio. You can go, I'm streaming this on my YouTube page, my new YouTube page, the straight shot, no chaser YouTube page. So you can watch it there or join us over at Twitter. I am going to take some feedback uh, from those on Twitter uh, who attended the training. I see Juicy Genius in the building. Shout out to her. Um, so I know she was there. There's some other folks that I'm seeing that will probably be joining. Um, they can actually give real time feedback. So let me first say uh, I am so full and so inspired uh, from the training on last week. For those who are just listening and ask, what is push the line and what is that? Um, there were a couple of questions asking, is it a movement? Is it an organization? Is it a, it, it is a training. So let's, let's clear that up right now. Uh, I own a business called Tesla Figaro Communications Group. I train year round. Some of you may have seen me on TV as a news of the day pundit. Let me explain that, especially to the Twitter folks that only see people giving commentary one way. So they're totally clueless on the different types of commentary that's out there and the type the styles of commentary. I'm a news of the day commentator, which means I'm booked often um, to do whatever, to talk about whatever topic that is for that day. So if that topic for that day is it's hot as hell outside, they book me and say, Tesla, come on and talk about if it's hot as hell, how it's hot as hell outside. I, myself, I take personal responsibility to make sure that when I am on TV, that I'm always inserting what is important to black folks or at least the black folks that I am in connection with. I do not know every black person. I'm not a speaker for all black people because we're not a monolithic. Uh, many of us have different opinions, different views. And so I just try to represent and uh, authentically uh, what I uh, what I hear from people that is not often mentioned uh, in the cable news space. Because people don't understand what a news of the day commentator is, I get feedback, particularly on Twitter. Why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about that? Well, just because you didn't see me talk about it during that one, two minutes hit doesn't mean I've never talked about it. It also means that you guys have to understand. And this is why training is so important so that you can even understand like the differences of, of the things that people do um, that, that are different. And you may not uh, you know, even get it. Uh, when some people are booked, they're booked on a single issue topic where they may say, hey, come, we want you to talk about X, Y, Z. And that person is booked for that. I'm booked day of not even knowing what my topic is or sometimes in advance. Next week on the Hill, they have me booked Tuesday or Wednesday to say, hey, Tesla, we want you to come on. Having no idea what my topic is. So a news of the day commentator is very different 
than when somebody is booked just to interview for a particular uh, a topic that they advocate for. So if somebody is known in the police reform space, in the reparation space, in any space that they are a a, a huge, you know, an advocate that you hear them talking about it nonstop. Maybe they have an organization that's attached to it. Maybe they're a part of that. They book, they may book that person to talk about that. I am a news of the day commentator. I'm booked to talk about whatever the headline is for that day. So some of you may know me by that. But what I have done for the last decade plus under Teslam Figaro Communications Group, teslamfigaro.com, is I have trained, consulted, mostly training for the last decade plus, I have a master's degree in adult education. That means I went back and said, I want to actually learn how to put together programs to teach people. I've worked on campaigns, local, state and national. I've consulted campaigns, local, state and national. I even ran as myself as a change reform candidate. I got off the ballot quickly because I realized that was not for me. <laughs> but I learned I even ran as a candidate before I've sat on multiple boards appointed. Uh, in in government, particularly in Orlando, Florida. So I bring to you a lot of experience that I've learned from the political space. The, my staffing style on how I recruited guys came from my corporate background, being a staffing manager at Robert Half and Adeco, the first and third largest staffing firm in the world, in addition to owning my own staffing firm in Orlando with 300 employees. That's why you got, that's why I personally text and email everybody over 500 people at least five times until I was able to weed out the right 300. Somebody say the right 300 on Instagram. Weed out the right 300 in the room. It was me literally texting and engaging and making sure that people had the information. Let me back up for those that did who are not a part of this but want to comment, especially on Twitter, because I'm going to definitely get to some checking in a moment, but I want to give a little inspiration at the same time. When we When I started this in June, and began the recruiting process of asking folks, you know, share the flyer, went on Breakfast Club, talked about it. It's very, you can get folks in, the, in you know, engaged, say, hey, I'm interested. I want to be a part of it. But then you have to start actually engaging people. Some, something that our leaders obviously refuse to do. Something that these DNCs and ABCs and CBCs and one, two, threes and me, mo, me's refuse to do, which is called engagement. So I sent out a couple of surveys to people wanting to know why did they want to be a part of the training? What were they going to do with the training? Surveys. That was an opportunity because I wanted to see who it was engaged. Somebody say engaged. See, it's one thing to talk on Twitter. It's one thing to talk on YouTube. But I wanted the right 300 in the building that actually has some skin in the game. I'm sure it felt good to Lioness and Juicy Jeans, who's listening right now on Twitter. I'm sure it felt good to Charlie, who's listening on Instagram, because I see all of y'all. I'm sure it felt good to Jocelyn on Instagram. I'm sure it felt good to Marcellus on Instagram. I'm sure it felt good to sit next to somebody that has some skin in the game. You should be tired of sitting next to folks that didn't put any effort to get into the room. So I strategically set this up. Somebody say it was a setup. It was a setup to get the right people in the room. A lot of people wanted to attend and I hope I don't I'm not I'm not upset about that. I understand things happen. Things happened in my life. I had a funeral I had to attend. I wasn't expecting my godmother to pass away. So I understand that things happen. 
But I also want you to understand that the people in the room, that also happened, that the right people were in the room. And let me tell you what happens when you engage the right people. Even people on my team said, well, you know, black people going to show up late. You know how we do. We show up late. Some of them people on my team, they actually came on time. And I need y'all to know that when you're on time with me, you're late. Somebody say when you're on time, you're late on Instagram. So I, it was very important that I also said on Instagram, which I went live every day to say that this training is not for the, for the late. This training ain't Juneteenth. This, this training ain't, this training ain't, we going to sit up here and celebrate how we was late two years behind. This training was designed to get those who had some urgency in their step, those who were serious about the business of black people, those that said, I want to be first in the line. And guess what? Guess what happened? Everybody showed up either seven o'clock on the dot or on time. They told me that it couldn't be done. They told me that on a Saturday, black people don't show up on time. They told me it ain't no way they're going to be there at 7 a.m. Well, you know how the Atlanta traffic is. I'm telling you what folks told me, even on my team. Prepare yourself because they're going to be behind. Prepare yourself because the Atlanta traffic. Prepare yourself because you know how we do it. See, these are the same people, Marcel, that likes to set up the anticipation of a loss. They put in their mind that we're already going to put in the atmosphere that we're going to show up behind. They put in their mind, we're already going to accept excuses that it's okay to bullshit around when it comes to black people. And so when leadership has set up the mentality that it's all right to be late, it's all right to half-ass, no wonder our results are what they are. See, I was all right, Jocelyn, with taking the risk to go on Instagram and told y'all, I wish you would set, come in here late. See, they don't normally do that, Juicy. I know you in PR, so that you know they don't normally do that. Normally they say, y'all, y'all come on in. Y'all come on in. Remember when I did the live with Wes and Wes said, well, you know, y'all come on because we're going to want to hear what you got to say. Y'all remember on Instagram, my Instagram family, those who follow me, remember when Wes said on Instagram, well, you know, we, we want to hear what y'all got to say. And remember, I stopped them. And I said, no, we don't. Y'all can line up to hear what Wes got to say. If you coming to this training, you coming to learn. You're not coming to get on no soapbox. See, that right there, that, that right there ran off about 10 people. That right there ran off about 10 people. It was a guy that texted me and said, well, I don't like your tone. So I don't want to be here. And I told him, and I don't like your tone either. So the, few, the future, the, the feeling is mutual. See, they so quick to want everybody in the room. These are these are folks that don't feel comfortable unless somebody's standing next to them and patting them on the back and tell them all oh, you can do. We're going to do it together. See, this training was designed to get you to get an understanding that you may do this alone. And I'm going to take some callers of those of you that were actually in the training Instagram. Head on over to Twitter. Because I know most of you are on Instagram. If you want to get in and give some feedback, head on over to Twitter so people can hear it from you. But don't worry about it. If you don't head over to Twitter, Twitter, don't worry about it. We got about 30 testimonials I'm going to drop on your ass on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, the receipts were there. We had to make sure that the videos were there. They're going to get these receipts back to back to back nonstop. So you ain't got to worry about speaking up on Twitter because it's about 30. It's about 30 
plus testimonials I'm going to drop on their head on a daily basis. Somebody tag drop on their head. Oh, Tess, why are you doing that? Oh, yeah, well, let me give you the answer. I'm glad somebody asked. I'm doing that not from a place of ego, not from a place of uh, bragging, but from a place of challenging these leaders. From a place of showing the you that if I, the divorcee, the mom of a mom, single mom, which I have an ex-husband that helps me with the heavy lifting. We, we want to make sure we commend that brother. But if Andene, who did this with an infant, my right hand, that helped get the logistics together, if two moms can do this, then surely the DNC can do it. Surely they can do it because they got a budget. Don't they got a budget? They got a budget. They got staff. Surely they can do it. Surely the black conservatives, let me even throw them in the mix. Surely they can do it. Surely some of these organizations, the ABCs and the one, two, threes, surely they can do it because they got full staff. They got full budgets. They got locations. They got a uh, doctor so-and-so and a uh, representative so-and-so and the honorable so-and-so and elected so-and-so. So somebody tell me why have they not done it? Why have they not built a bench to get more people in the process? I'm not talking about just saying uh, we all got to vote. That ain't what I'm talking about. And anybody that say that that's what this is about, the devil is alive. We didn't talk about voting one damn time. So they only want to be able to get you in the room to say, well, y'all need to just vote. No, no, no. Why is it? I just need to know. Naheem, why is it that none of these leaders and let's just go ahead and say none. Let's just I don't even like using an absolute because they might be doing it, but we ain't heard about it. Why is it that n these elected leaders, particularly these black ones, how come they're not setting up any type of training? To have you come take their seat or challenge the people that they refuse to challenge. Yes, the CBC does it. They have a national uh, training that they do every year. I did it in 2010. But in order to be a part of that training, a person from Congress has to send you. They say that it's a nonpartisan training, but really you go there to learn how to be a good Democrat. How do I know? Because I went to the training myself. So why is it that they don't have a nonpartisan training to say you're going to get the tools? to go organize, even if you're organizing against me. There were three tracks to the training for those that are that, that did not know. One was the candidate track training. The candidate track training. If you wanted to run for office, if you even thought about you wanted to run for office, there was a training from a candidate lens perspective from a four-time winner, shout out to Vanessa, Councilwoman Harper, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Greenwood, descendants of Greenwood, Black Wall Street that pushes the line, pushes for reparations. But those of y'all who are listening on Twitter, because I know y'all always looking for that, pushes for reparations for Black Wall Street. Four-time winner. She just won her campaign again for the fourth time. And she gave you a perspective from the candidate lens. But again, she was not there to push her agenda at all. Everybody had the same core curriculum, which was campaign planning, campaign management, campaign compliance, Campaign roles and responsibilities. There were five. There were five components. Every track was from a different lens. You had the candidate giving it from a different lens. So, for example, for those of you who don't understand what that means, if it was campaign, if it was roles and responsibilities, I think that was the first uh, session. The candidate gave it to you from a candidate perspective. These are the type of people that you want on your team. The operative class gave it from an operative perspective. What is an operative? An operative is somebody that actually wants to work to get somebody elected, a campaign manager, volunteer coordinator, a field director, an operative lens. So that training 
facilitated by Michelle, was giving campaign roles and responsibilities from an operative perspective. Then we had an issue. We had an organizer track, which was the most filled track, by the way, which is why she had the larger room. That was Christy Williams from Oklahoma, who is Vanessa's campaign manager and also sits on the board of Greenwood and and, uh, Black Wall Street and still pushing for the descendants of the Tulsa massacre. There's still three living descendants, by the way. So she gave it from an organizer standpoint, because even as an organizer, if you want to organize around reparations or mass incarceration or healthcare, whatever it is that you care about, you still need to know that there's roles and responsibilities of people on your team. And you need to know what what, what those team members are and what those names actually look like. So each track was set up from that lens and you got you get in where you fit in. The room was completely full. Somebody on Instagram hashtag completely full. So for those of y'all on Twitter who are looking for the bad photos, the room was completely full. I'll tell you why you're saying that because I know how y'all did with other conferences, if you will, that were similar to this. But I want to give you some breaking news. This wasn't a conference. It wasn't a summit. I'll be on a summit on the 23rd, the Revolt Summit, but this wasn't a summit. This was a training. I need y'all to really make sure, especially those of y'all who are who, who have been really trying to correct the record on, on this narrative. Because see, what happens is they'll create their own narrative and run with it. Remember, I told y'all that at the beginning of the training, people on Twitter, particularly Twitter, because that's where the trolls live, will create their own narrative and run with it. So let's be clear in our language. This was not a conference. This was a training. This was not a summit. This was a training. This was not a panel. This was a training. This was not a podcast. This was a training. What is a training? A training means you're getting step by step how to do this, 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 writing notes, taking it home and something to implement. Not a panel where we talk about the problem. I'm on plenty of panels. I do plenty of podcasts where I talk about the problem. Oh, y'all, what we need to do is this. What we need to do is that. I'm not dissing any of that because I do that. I have a podcast. Amen. I have a podcast. So I understand the importance of educating people through the podcast space. But this was a training. And you need to know the difference between a training. This was a class. Not a protest, not a panel, not a summit. Not a soapbox, but a actual training class. And the room was packed. Let me say it one more time. The room was full. So if anybody, let me put this on the record. This is why I'm recording this in three different spaces on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. If anybody try to show a half-ass full room, because see, I know how y'all Peter Poindexter, Revenge of the Nerds clowns do. If anybody try to post a picture, a half-ass picture, it was after we split the room up. Somebody on Instagram, hashtag after the room was split. I, I done already thought way past that juice. They didn't think I thought past that. I done told y'all corn balls. I come from the street. Stop trying to outthink me. You're going to lose every time. So if you're showing a half-ass full room, please know that was after we split the room up. We had three different rooms. Let me deal with some other petty issues while I'm on the subject. And then I'm going to get to the inspiration and I'm going to take your calls. For those of y'all that say, because I know y'all said it about some other conventions, they didn't have no food. We had plenty of food. Somebody hashtag plenty of food. Yeah, I was waiting on that. I was waiting on somebody to say, we didn't have enough food. It was plenty of food. People got two, three, four, five box lunches and salads as well. So let's make sure I need Instagram hashtag plenty of, and somebody hashtag free. It was free food. 
It was free food. Let me say it again. Let me zoom in and say it. It was free food. Plenty of free food. It was plenty of coffee. It was plenty of water. It was plenty of soda. They got they, uh, they chips. They nice little fancy sandwich. They got a cookie. They got a salad. It was plenty of free food. I was Moses. I brought the manna. I brought the manna for the people. It was plenty of manna. Charlie G on, on Instagram saying best convention food he had. So I just want to make sure we put that on out there because I know y'all like to I know y'all like to say well they didn't have no food. So let's make sure that we put that on out there. There was another convention that y'all like to talk about. See I peep game. I don't say a lot but I watch a lot. I don't say a lot but I watch a lot. So I know there was another another one that got criticized that it wasn't enough people. Well, it was enough people on this one. See, they're going to have to just take the L on this one, y'all. It was enough people, and it was at a convention center. And it was beautiful. No worries. You're going to get the B-roll. I got plenty of B-roll, so don't worry. You're going to get the B-roll. So it was beautiful. It was, the air condition was working. Didn't nobody have to set up no, uh, no chairs and all that? They, they, they did all of that. We didn't have to come in and set nothing up. Ain't nothing wrong with setting nothing up because after this, all of the ones I'm doing will be small ones, will be at you know smaller community centers, by the way. So I'm not dissing that. But I had to do this one time to show you that it could be done. Let me say it again. I had to do it one time just to show you that it could be done because they keep saying it can't be done. So I had to show you that it could be done. I had to show the receipts. So it was at a convention center. So let's be clear, at the beautiful Cobb Center, just for clarity. Now somebody might be saying, see, I got to deal with all the pettiness. I got to go down the list of the pettiness. This is what I told everybody who was there, and I'm telling y'all asses now, particularly on Twitter. Why didn't he get no black caterer? Let's deal with that. Well, when you book a convention center, you're required to get their food. You're required to purchase their food. And I had to do a convention center because I needed one room to be able to hold over 200 people at one time, and then I needed two meeting rooms to be able to break out into two sessions. And there wasn't a place in Atlanta that we could find that could do that. The Clark Media Center at Clark University only held about 100 or so. And 100 Black men wanted to be a part of that. And I didn't want any organization attached to it because I knew you Twitter trolls was going to run with that and say, well, that's 100 Black men was a part of it. It's the boule. I already know all your talking points, homie. So I had to, I didn't, that's why I didn't want it at Clark. Somebody say she from the streets. She already thought about all that. And you know how I know I'm right. You know how I know I'm right, Raheem. Look at yesterday's tweet when that clown on there talking about this look like an HBCU event. Now, imagine if I would have had it at the HBCU. They really would have been saying, look at it. It's at an HBCU. So see, I already thought about that. I already knew what you troll, trolls who ain't doing a damn thing besides talking on Twitter. I already know what y'all was going to say. That's why I told Clark that I didn't want to do it at Clark. And it was going to be way cheaper to do it at Clark. Tez, you don't have to explain. Yes, I do. See, this is on Instagram saying I don't have to explain. Let me pause for a moment. I run Tesla Figaro Communications Group. This ain't explaining. This is training. Somebody hashtag, this ain't explaining. This is training. I am a trainer. I came to school you. Yes, you must explain. See, this is the thing. People that can't explain because they don't have no receipts. When people say, well, I ain't got to explain all that. Because they don't have no receipts. They can't run this shit down the way I'm running it down. Oh, yes, I must explain. I must give all the details. I must school them. When people say that, 
It's because they ain't got nothing to explain. See, I love receipts. I love explaining. Ain't nothing. I love explaining. This is called train. You don't have to train. Yes, I do. What you think I'm in this space for? And now if you don't want to be trained, just get on out the Instagram. See, when people start saying that, I start thinking y'all ops. I start thinking y'all ops. Y'all don't want the people to know that the shit was flawless. Why you don't want them to know that it's flawless? You don't want them to know that we had our shit together. You don't want them to know that it was packed. You don't want them to know that it was black folks in the room trying to learn how to move forward our community. You're looking kind of oppish right about now, homie. You're looking kind of oppish right about now. You should want the people to know this. Why you don't want, why you want me to shut up on that? I run a communications firm. I don't need, I don't need y'all help. I don't need y'all help on how to communicate. I'm one of the best in the game. Damn, she just said that. That's so ego. You damn right. I'm one of the best in the game. So I don't need no help. I don't need no consultants, no comment consultants. I got this. Sit back and listen. I log out. Now, like I said, that's why I didn't have it at Clark. Look at what the clown said. Linus and Juicy, y'all saw it. Naheem, y'all saw it. When that clown said, this look like HBCU. See, if I would have had it at HBCU, they would have really said that. That's why I didn't do it at the HBCU. I already know y'all little Peter Poindexter ass, cornball ass talking points because it's the same thing. Y'all say the same shit over and over and over. I'm in all these Twitter spaces just like y'all listening, not talking, listening. So I already know what you were going to say. So that's why I didn't have it there. But it was education though. It was an education, but it wasn't at HBCU. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Another brother, our brother, whoever he is on Twitter, they said, y'all should have been talking about how to pull y'all resources together. Oh, I can't wait till we drop that testimony of that brother that said, we also talked about how to pull our resources together. Isn't that amazing? Y'all see how God worked it out? See, he was talking, didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And you know, I couldn't go back in time. I'm going to show you. Don't worry. I screenshot it. I, I got a screenshot. Screenshot ministry is always alive and well. So if you go back and delete it, too bad. I already screenshot it when you said y'all should talk about how to pull y'all resources. I'm going to show that and then I'm going to show the testimony. You knew I couldn't go back in time. So, you know, it had to be Saturday. I pulled the testimony this morning that shows the brother talking about pulling our resources together, our financial resources together. See, I'm going to make an idiot out of you yet. So y'all keep on talking. See, I already told everybody that I already had every talking point I already taken care of. You fell right into my trap. I bees in the trap and you fell right into it. So yeah, yeah, Instagram, that's why I like explaining. That's why I like explaining because somebody get learning something right now. They, first of all, first thing you need to be learning is don't try me. So that's the first thing. Second thing you need to learn is don't try black people that are serious about the business. And that's what happened at this training. They stayed there from 7 a.m. to after 6 o'clock. It was 12 hours straight. We ate lunch together. And even while we were eating lunch, I still got up and used that time to train. So it was 12. Somebody had to say 12 hours of training. On a Saturday with black folks ahead of time, early on time when they said it couldn't be done. So we did this to make sure. Well, I did this, this vision. And I'm not discounting. Shout out to all of the people that shared the flyer. I want you to know that that mattered. Even one person sharing. it, If one person saw it, it mattered. But I also don't want you to be twisted and confused that you're going to have to hustle. I'm not saying it's to pat myself on the back. I'm showing you that you can do it. I went live every single day. I text everybody. You had two choices. Either tell me you three choices. Either tell me you coming, you not coming or unsubscribe. I refuse to let people just let the text just sit in there and just, oh, I got the text with you. I need you to respond. Then. You can do this, y'all. One person sat there and said, well, does this really work? I told him to look to his left and look to his right. You see it work. You, you can't see that it worked. How did you get into the room? I'm going to say this and I am truly going to take your calls after this. One testimony that really touched me was the sister that said she met me in Baytown, Texas, when we were rallying for Pam Turner. Now, she never came up to me and said any of this. I just saw it on the testimony. She said, and I have I have stage four lung cancer. And I realized that time is of the essence. And I'm going to post this testimony up when my uh, producer gets done doing it. I realize that time is of the essence. She wants to make sure that she leaves a legacy 
that has fire in it. The protest I was a part of in the, the Hosclaw, Oklahoma City case, my mother was diagnosed. She had uh, stage four lung cancer. The day that they were telling her there was nothing else that could be done, she hurried up. There was a press conference going on downtown. I just happened to be in town when they had the press conference. She told the people, hurry up and get the port out of me because I need you. I need her to get down to talk about this Hosclaw case because she'd been talking about it nonstop. I said, Mama, keep the port in you. Because even though they said it was nothing else that could be done, whatever little bit of medicine that was left in that port, I needed her to get all of that. I can go to a protest at any time. But she took it out and said, I need her to be able to go down here. In other words, what my mama was saying, Christy, was that she's done her time. The time now is to speak up for somebody else. And when I put this testimony together, I'm going to show you, I'm going to include my mom's post on uh, my mom's text message that she sent me. As we would go back and forth, because at that time I was on the campaign trail one weekend, I was at home with my daughter. The next weekend I was at my mom's camp, uh, chemo and there was a text message she sent me. And she said, this is your time. This is your time. See, there's something about time that y'all don't understand. It's something about time that people like to waste on Twitter. It's something about time that, that was important to me to understand that time is of the essence and we are running out of time. We're all going to die. I didn't expect my godmother to die on this weekend. I said, Lord, please don't let the funeral fall on Saturday because there's no way I cannot go to my training. And thankfully, she was buried at a military base and they didn't do funerals on Saturday. So it fell on a Monday after the training so that I could go and give spoken word on behalf of my drill team, our, our Bible drill team, and what she planted into my life 33 years ago. The question is, what are you doing with your time? And if the only thing you're doing with your time is sitting up on Twitter, playing games, sitting up on Twitter, being a troll, sitting up on Instagram, talking about what somebody needs to do and what they should have done. The question is, what did you do on yesterday with your time? What are you doing today with your time? What are you doing tomorrow with your time? You got all of the comments. You got all of the consultants. You got all of the answers. But I don't see nobody doing no movement. This training was about time. This training was about time. This training told you that you need to get off your ass and do something with your time. This training told you that it's not enough for you to be on time. I need you early because black people are too left behind. This training told you that if you don't like these piss poor candidates, then you better run for their seat. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. So what? I don't need them. I don't have a platform. Did nobody give me this platform? I got this out the hustle. My family not in politics. No, no HBCU put me on. No frat, no sorority, no nothing. Not my mama, my daddy, nobody. I did this on my own. I built this shit brick by brick. When they laughed at me in Orlando when I said I want to put hip hop and politics together and South Carolina said, come on down and host the Geechee One Awards in 2012, September 23rd, 
2012. They were the only one that believed in that vision. It wasn't the town I was living in. It wasn't my hometown. It was somebody else from the outside that said, I believe in you. Are you willing to come down? And I drove my ass down there and got on that stage and did the poetry September 23rd, 2012 for the Geechee One Awards in South Carolina, the black mecca of politics. And here it is 10 years later to the date, September 10th, 2022 is when this training happened. And the only date that was available that Andane had to find, the only date that was available was the 10th. Why did the 10, why did it fall on the 10th? It could have fell on any Saturday. Why did the 10 fall on a Saturday? Because 10 means complete. 10 means see those enemies no more. You don't have to believe me. Go back and look at what I recorded called DNA Twisted. I recorded it a decade ago. I did a little bit for you guys during the training, but I'm going to give you the whole M3P, M, uh, MP3 so you can hear it from beginning to end. This was already written. So any little game that you're playing on Twitter, any little typing game, typing like somebody grandma at church, any little typing game that you're playing, you need to understand that this was already written. In the poem, I said, write down my vision like Jesus did in the sand with spit. I make enemies ill real sick. Perform exorcism, shaking fits. Forget five star, I'm a nine planet universal chick. I'm a life path nine. I've always known my call. When they laughed at him, when they laughed at me, when they said nobody could do it, when he said, well, you just a single mom, when they said you don't have the budget, when they said ain't nobody behind you, when they said ain't nobody, the politicians ain't behind you. I did it anyway. And I went outside of my comfort zone. With that said, I'm going to take Instagram. If you want to get in on this, you can send me a request and hopefully they can hear you on the Twitter side. But I'm going to take uh, some requests. Naheem, I'm going to bring you up, babe. I'm bringing up folks that was actually there. We do enough listening to people that, that wasn't there. Let's listen to some folks that was actually there. You should get tired of listening to people talking about shit they don't have no receipts on. Let's listen to some receipts of some folks that was actually there that have some credibility, particularly in this Twitter space, that can tell you exactly when it went down. It was nonpartisan. So whoever that clown was yesterday talking about you like me when I was on Democrats' head, I ain't on them. I stay on all their head, including your head. I'm on your head right now. I don't rock with Democrats, Republicans, none of that shit. What you're trying to do is play some manipulative revenge of the nerds, amateur at best game to make me say, oh, maybe I'll talk a little bit more about Democrats because I want him to like me. Hey, homie, I don't like you. Now, how about that? I don't like you and I don't like your daddy either. Are your mom and them? See, I talk, I'm a little bit different. Y'all gotta stop playing me like y'all play with everybody else. Cause I don't give a damn about you and your mama. You think I give a damn about you liking me, homie? You like me cause I was a veteran. That a bitch. I don't like you at all. Now, how you like that? How you like me now? That's all. How you like that? I don't like you. You don't give a damn about liking you. You revenge of the nerds, Peter Poindexter ass clowns that set up here and was nothing in high school. Now you on Twitter. And you excited because you're getting attention from me? I guess that's what you're excited about. I would have never talked to you in high school. Damn sure I wouldn't have talked to you after high school. So now all of a sudden, now that the cheerleader done finally took a moment to acknowledge your ass, you think we got some relationship. I didn't acknowledge it then. I'm not acknowledging it now. Sit your clown ass, nerd, revenge of the nerd ass down. I'm tired of y'all taking out revenge on the cheerleaders that never paid attention to you in school. Because that's really what it is at the end of the day. Let's just keep this shit real. 
Let's just keep this shit real. Some of this shit ain't got nothing to do with politics. Some of this is just these revenge of the nerves that never got no attention. And now all of a sudden I'm responding to you. And all of a sudden you thinking you finally getting some attention. You like me, like, like, like I'm really waiting on you to like me, man, please. Damn you and your daddy. Yes. I talk about people's mamas and daddies and all that. So yes, queen, peace, blah, beloved, all of that. I can call you beloved. I can call you a bitch. It's your choice. Do you want to be beloved or do you want me to call you a bitch? Because either way, I'm I'm equipped to do either or. Now, let's bring up Queen Linus, who got a little bit more sense than me. She brings she brings a little bit more love to me. Y'all give a round of applause because she got a lot of love. She's going to tell you peace and blessings and all of that. I'm going to tell you to kiss my ass. And I mean that. And I mean kiss that big old round. Fine ass. Oh, yeah, they was looking. Some of the brothers came to see if it's real. Yeah, it's real. I know you see it. Yeah, I know you see it. And you can kiss it all. And I mean that. And I put that on the game. Oh, she promoting gang bangs. I show him gang banging right here on your ass on Twitter. <laughs> now, let me move on because I'm getting distracted. <laughs> Let's bring up the queen. She going to come on and say peace and family, blessings and all that. She bring all that love. Y'all shout out. She bring all that love. Not me. I'll bring all that. You can be beloved or bitch. Now, which one you want to be a bitch? Or you want to be called beloved? Because I'm fine with either or. Don't make no difference to me. You can speak, uh, beautiful Jade. We took a beautiful picture, by the way. Shout out to shout out to Jade, y'all. Make sure y'all go look at that picture. Let me find out Jade turn around and put all that beauty on y'all. Y'all look at her profile picture. She got her back turned, only to turn around and say, "I know you see it." So shout out to beautiful Jade. Somebody said, "Oh wow, they gorgeous," but Jade is stunning. I guess he said I wasn't stunning, sis. I guess he told me. So he said I was gorgeous, but you were stunning. So shout out to the stunning, oh, Jay. <laughs> shout out to the stunning. <laughs> this is so funny because someone, uh, you know, someone was like, I've never seen your face before, but I have a lot of content, you know, that I put out over the years. But it was a pleasure meeting you in person. You and I were supposed to connect years ago. Um, I think it was in Houston for All Black National Convention. Now, unfortunately, you had an accident. Yes, so you say that, you know, sometimes things happen when we plan that. It's true. But also, oftentimes, we'll write something down, as you stated, and it comes to fruition 10 years later. So I just want to give you your flowers and say congratulations, because sometimes we plan things that don't go as planned, but there's only one. God's divine plan. And so that's what showed up over the weekend. Um, I'm still digesting all of the jewels and all of the information that I learned. And to your point, yes, the room was full. Yes, people were early. Yes, there was enough food. Yes, I, you know, no one should have been complaining about it because it was free. Um, and then also, there was no agenda pushed. Mm-hmm. And all of the content was so consistent that I sent, I spent the morning in the organizer room. And by the time after lunch, I went into the operative room, I was able to just pick up with the next workshop, like the next session and all of the content we had covered, I covered in the, the, the morning room was, you know, it was just consistent. So I really appreciated that, like all of the content and the personal anecdotes from facilitators. You had class A facilitators. I've seen um, the sisters in Tulsa's work because I was down there for the centennial, but I wasn't down there for the cameras or anything. I was actually working on a project, Mm -hmm. doing some research and actually visiting, doing tours, meeting with people in the grassroots, asking questions about, you know, the Black Chamber Commerce, they have two of them, the politicians, et cetera, and an educational opportunity. So it was a blessing for me to see, you know, some of your facilitators from Tulsa, uh, 
Christy and I forgot the, the other woman's name who was a candidate to come mm-hmm. up and really share because these are people who have produced results, you know, and that are really serious about their work. And they weren't just saying like, okay, this is what you do, step A, step B, you know, for planning, they were giving you the real, real. Like, sometimes it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are not going to support your vision. Sometimes you're not going to get paid. Sometimes you want to throw your hands up and be like, dang on it, I'm tired today. You know, you want to, you know, find your faith, find your strength, and jump back in the game. So I really appreciated hearing from the facilitators from di- different angles. The networking was great. And when Tesman is saying that this training was for 12 hours, it was for 12 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even during lunchtime, she even jumped up there and saw having a whole workshop, which was beautiful, and we learned, we interacted, we got to reflect on what we were learning. It was a legit 12 hours. It was not, somebody asked me, like, oh, were there vendors there? Were there performers? I was like, performers and vendors? This was a, a training. This right. was an educational training. Right. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next, um, and I appreciate everyone who showed up. And uh, also, Tesla left out one thing. Not only was it seven o'clock in the morning, it was also raining. Okay, and yeah, and yeah. that's it. And let and and you know, it's nothing wrong with events and summits and forums and panels. Shit, I got a podcast. I'm getting ready to do a uh, the the Revolt Summit. I'm I'm a part of all of those different things where we have vendors. But this was a training. There, there's been a it's been a missing component, in my opinion of having enough opportunities to actually train. The thing that people ask me the most is, what can I do? What can I do? How do I do it? How do I do it? How do I do it? So this was really like literally how to do it. So let me ask you this, Jay, because I'm going to answer. I see Juicy James and Naheem. I definitely want you to speak. Marcel, Marcellus, I see you. Please stick around. Uh, Let me ask you, because you organize a lot and you do a lot of work. And my, my thing that I was most concerned about is I knew that there were people First of all, guys, there were people from all over. So let's get that straight. Detroit, uh, Jay came from D.C. We had Chicago. We had Dallas, Houston, Baytown, Atlanta, of course, uh, Omaha, Virginia. I mean, literally people came from everywhere. L.A., I was blown away. And no worries, we got the receipt. So the video will show that. Um, but one of the things I was concerned about was making sure, because you notice even when um, people signed up, I, I really pushed that this was a basic training. And I did that because I didn't want seasoned people to get bored and feel like, okay, this is stuff I already knew, but I knew, and this is another training nugget, guys. So this is what I'm telling you is a training nugget on how you organize setting up your expectations. I knew that people were going to get way more than basic. I knew that no matter how much experience you had, you were going to get something, but I didn't market it that way because then you set up the expectation that somebody comes in and says, you said I was going to get some and I didn't get anything. So it was very strategic when I said it was basic, basic level. But we still had people from all over. It was We had people as young as 16, all the way older than 70 years old that were there. So you have a lot of experience. Was there something that you can point to that at least was an aha moment for you or something that you didn't know previous? Um, I know there was a lot of confirmation for a lot of people like, okay, yeah, I, I've been doing this right. But was there a particular session that you really appreciated that that add that added another tool in your already, you know, full toolbox? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was oh, it was all good. I, I really enjoyed. I mean, I came there, I signed up to, for the organizer training, and I got a lot of out of that. But when I went into the operative training, and I thought about ways in which I could be an operative, like ways in which I could support, like for example, Marcel's 
campaign or other folks' campaign that don't live in my city. That was definitely an aha moment. And because it was like, you know, I was hearing testimonials um, and people, uh, the facilitator was saying, um, your sister, what's her name? Uh, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Michelle. Michelle was saying, like, you don't, like, sometimes like the people in your city aren't going to rock with you. And so if you're a candidate, you can pull from people from around the country to really support you. And then she was talking about how she worked on campaigns like outside of her city. So that gave me more insight um, in terms of how I can expand, how I can organize and also be an operative at the same time. So mm -hmm. that was extremely helpful in terms of the points you were making, um, making sure that like seasoned folks, you know, didn't feel bored. I am of the mind that anytime I go anywhere, right, if I'm supposed to be in that room, I'm going to be in that room and it's something for me to gain and learn. And we also want to separate ourselves from people who feel like they know everything mm -hmm. or, you know, I've been, it's, I, I, I saw that before. I already know that. I already know that. Well, all those, all, I already know that people are missing jewels in real time because, you know, when you're a facilitator and you facilitate trainings, you understand that you are guiding the conversation, you're giving tools, and you're creating a forum for teaching and learning, but also the folks who are in the room, the participants, they're generating the teaching and learning. And so I was really blown away by a lot of the questions that I was hearing from all of the rooms, like the participants across the board and some of their insight. And it just, it just, we just went really, really deep mm -hmm. into every single aspect of organizing and, and being an operative. And I really appreciated that. Um, our sister Tesman's body is real, y'all. Girl, you crazy. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the people looking. looking. Oh, but no, she's 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 You're so crazy. Everything is real, inside and out, right? So the the Tesman that you see on television, on social media, is the same sister you're gonna meet in person. She's a sweetheart. She's a cancer. So I, I have a lot of cancers um, in my circle. They're the sweetest ones, but you. But we will cut your ass. And just for clarity, I'm a Gemini cancer cusp. I can't take all the cat. I got a lot of Gemini in me. I like to make sure people know I'm a cusp. You know, some of us girls, some of us cancers be crying too much for me. So I always try to make this. <laughs> but I, but I love like a cancer, love everything and every everybody. But we'll cut your ass in half. So you are absolutely right about that. Yes, I am. I'm so glad you said that about the. Oh, go ahead, sweetheart. No, that's all I was saying. I'm looking forward to the next trainings. Um, I know they're going to be virtual. Other people were asking, like, when is the next one in person? I'm like, listen, y'all got to show up to the best of your ability when opportunities arise or else you will get left behind. I know that the online trainings are going to be offered for folks who, who showed up in person, but I'm looking forward to those as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I'm and Christy's listening. Uh, one of the trainers is listening on Instagram because I got my Instagram up with this as well. And uh, so thank you. Uh, you know, for it, for making sure that the facilitators also, uh, you know, get their flowers. But I, I want to explain to everybody, um, I created the topics and all the subtopics. At first, I'd ask, I said, y'all tell me what you were comfortable training. And Christy, sweet little Christy, she sent back like damn near a whole college thesis. And so I said, okay, I don't want everybody all over the place. So I'm glad you spoke and said that was what you found really helpful because at first, you know, like Christy gave me back some content. She did it first, by the way. She beat everybody's deadline, by the way. Shout out to Christy. Um, and then Vanessa gave me some content. I was like, no, I need everybody to be teaching the same thing at the same time. And it was even hard explaining it to the trainers. I was like, I need you. I need all of y'all to have the same five topics. So I came up with the topics, every title, uh, the topics and the subtopics. And I had to say, okay, Chrissy, this is the topic and the subtopic. I just need you to plug in your notes from your lens on this particular topic. So that was even strategic 
um, as well. So when I say, you know, like this, literally, I have my hands all in the collard greens on this. I mean this. And I'm not going to chat. I'm not going to say, well, y'all heard Wes kept saying over and over that I was intense and how I had to do some straightening with him. We had like blowouts over this. So I'm not easy to work with, guys. So shout out to my team. There were two team members that I brought on and told them, never mind, just stay where you at. And then I brought them back on. So I fire and hire and bring people back on because I, I just I it was very important to me that even your team steps their shit up. You're not going to stand in front of these black people talking about push the line and you get to half ass. So just know that as well. I, it was really tough, you know, even on uh, even on the trainers. I know you have your mute on, but Jay, you can always uh, uh, pop back in. I'm not going to remove you as a speaker. Let's bring uh, Juicy Genius in the building who actually attended the training. Shout out to people that was actually there. You can unmute yourself. Peace and power, everybody. Thank you so much for allowing me an opportunity to speak in this space. Hey, Teslin. Hey, hey Christy, if you can hear me, Christy. Now, Juicy, fine. Now, hold on. Let me do this. I didn't do your right induction because I said the gorgeous and stunning uh, line is Jay. Let's give us, I know why they call her Juicy, y'all. Uh, Juicy, Juicy, and fine as hell, y'all. So let shout out. Can we just give a wrap? Can I see in Twitter? Can I see some hands up? Shout out for the revolutionary, the fine revolutionary sisters in the building. I said, boy, they came in there looking good. Nice and thick, thick on top of thicks and gorgeous faces and all of that. So I just wanted, I know it's not about that. I know y'all say it ain't about that, but it need to be about that. Y'all need to know y'all got some fine revolutionary sisters, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all follow Jade and Juicy Genius. Go ahead, sweetheart. It's the finest for me. Hey, man, hey, you know you just delicious. Hands like, quit playing. Walking around in them heels. I had on sneakers. It was still fine. Hey, Sister Linus. Oh, my God. I'm still on fire from this Saturday. When I walked into the space, well, let me just help a lot of people in here understand if you're speaking. This event started at 7 a.m. So what that means, preparing started Thursday and Friday night. Mm -hmm. I didn't go out Friday night. I'm in Atlanta. Wasn't no partying or kicking it Friday night. I had to be up at 5 a.m. to be at this training. See, I think a lot of people underestimated the power of putting a training together at this capacity. Because when you do it like this, you got to do it big, especially here in Atlanta, which it brought out people from a national perspective. And I thank you, Teslin. I'm so honored. My personal testimony, my personal story, my personal testimony is that I'm a Georgia resident. And I just happened to find you on Twitter. I wasn't aware you was on MSNBC. I wasn't aware of your resume until I, after, I actually came into one of your Twitter spaces and you allowed me to come up on the, uh, on, the, uh, 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 on the stage and ask a question about what can I do? And you told me to get to work. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And so I attended the training. And one of the, most, one of the most important things that I took away was the fact of the calling and the purpose and the alignment. There's a reason why we were all there. That solid 300, there was a reason. You, you can't come in there and be folded and be in the fray. What Wes was saying, you were either called to do this or you just called to sit on the, top, the sidelines and watch from afar. Because you don't just roll over in your bonnet or your do-rag and say, oh, I think today I'm going fight for my people today. Oh, I think I'm going to be a political uh, 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 operative today. I'm going to be a community organizer. That's not something you just wake up one day and say, I'm going to do. No. That's show you are up if you want something like that. This is something that's been inside of you stirring up. And that's something that I took away from uh, from that, uh, from you, Teslin. And I was, I came in as a community organizer uh, track, and I also stepped into the politician track as well. Um, so I said underneath Vanessa, incredible facilitators. Um, just 
just it, brilliance, just black brilliance. That's the best term that I can use. Um, but Christy, with her sweet self, she did get spicy a little bit. She <laughs> called us out. She did. She said, well, if you ain't here community organizing, why come you ain't organized nothing? Where you didn't have an event, town hall, meeting. She mm-hmm. made sure that we learned and understood that you have no excuses when you're on this movement over here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she pulled my car. Let me get the planner because, uh, yeah, that's what she did. And she told us, if you want to organize, get to work. You can, we can talk and take notes and, and, and study and research. But when you're, these, this is, pertaining to the field. You have to be out in the community. So that's something that I took away. Um, this is something that is in my purpose. This is something that I feel led to do. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but every step I take, take me to the next destination. And thank you, Tesla, for encouraging us and empowering us to push the line. I will be at online trainings because that, that wasn't enough for me. A lot of people say, oh, that's, that's great. That's all I needed. That's was confirmation. That's cool. But I still need extra sessions if they are available. Mm-hmm. And you know what, y'all? That training was Thousands and thousands of dollars. Y'all got a free lunch and learn. And, and at least y'all could have did was get on y'all social medias and y'all text messages and talk to y'all friends. Y'all on here talking about P-Valley and all kind of other stuff that y'all been watching. But y'all not going to go on here and share this amazing class and course and just support what Tesla has been doing. You know, we talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. We really do. We talk so much about things of interest. But if your community... And if building is in your interest level now, then that needs to seep over into all the lives and the people around you, especially these social media platforms. You know our voices is powerful, but use them in the right direction now. Mm-hmm. We don't have time. Like we said, people saying we have so much time. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. Get to work now. So thank you, Tesla, again. Peace of power to everybody in the room. Marcel, I got your back. Uh, South Carolina ain't number three out Columbia, three-hour drive. I'll jump in my truck. Y'all know I'm a road runner. I will get in my car, and I will pull up. So thank you again, Teslan, Naheem, everybody. I'm stomping with you. Um, I'm tuning to the podcast, subscribing to everything, because I need this to be able to fulfill my mission and my duty to my people. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you so much, Marcel. I see you in the building. You got a lot of trained operatives ready to help you. And I, I made sure that um, Michelle included that in the operative part to talk about work working on campaigns outside of your hometown. Um, every campaign, or not want to say every, but a good deal of campaigns that I've consulted are not in my hometown or where I live. Your skill set can transfer. Um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I talk about Commissioner Regina Hill. She was arrested 21 times in Orlando, Florida. I moved from Orlando, Florida because they shut our business down due to healthcare reform. And I was in Oklahoma City working on the Housecloth campaign and I worked on her campaign from that, you know, from Oklahoma City. It was just like two or three of us. She won first time ever running. She had about $2,000. She was running against an 18-year incumbent. And she's won three times ever since. And it was seven people running against her. So you can absolutely contribute your skill uh, from out of town. Uh, Marcel, don't allow people, you know, feeling like it got to be just people in South Carolina. People can give you skill, can jump on Zooms, can give advice. Now, you still need your on the ground people for sure, but utilize, you know, your outside resources and try not to be discouraged. And one of the things that I I pointed out is always going to be somebody to say something. Just like when I said, oh, congratulations, Marcel. Um, You know, don't let people when I saw people were telling you, oh, it was a waste of time to run and all of that. The first thing I started out with this training was defining your win. Every win, every loss is not a loss. Every win ain't a win. What is your plan? What is your plan B plan? But even when I commended you, I'm just going to tell you, just keeping it real. When I commended you, somebody came in, a supporter of yours, obviously, and said, well, why you didn't talk about Marcel on The Breakfast Club? 
Let me be clear to y'all on Twitter. Y'all don't tell me what to do. I'm not Marcel's publicist. I talk about what I want to talk about when I get good and damn ready to talk about it. That don't disrespect you, Marcel. But because I'm seasoned enough to know how this works, I still support what it is that you're doing. But nobody going to punk me into saying anything. Nobody tells me what to say. I appreciate what Juicy just said. Y'all need to use y'all platforms to spread the message. But let me double back down and say that if you don't never spread my message, if you don't never share shit, I'm going to get these people in the room because I know how to organize. And that's what I want people to remember. Whether people support you, don't support you, you still have to hustle. I wasn't on the break. I was booked on there to talk about what I was talking about. And that's not how to build allies either. I know you didn't do that. That was somebody else. But again, you guys have to believe in what you believe in. You have to push it. Use outside resources. Uh, don't use outside resources. If you don't have no outside resources, do it by your damn self. But your name does keep coming o- up over and over. You got these two sisters here that are wanting to support you. And I hope, you know, that, that you guys are able to use at least something from this training to actually be able to help somebody to either be a disruptor. We covered that in the training. It talked about what it meant to be a disruptor, an establishment candidate, a change agent candidate, um, somebody that just really literally is running to shake shit up. Like we dealt with all of that and you're just not going to get that. I've been to most of these trainings. I've been to Congressional Black Caucus training. I've been to Vote Run Lead. I've been to the White House Project. I've been to Yale uh, Campaign School for Women. I've been to Emily's List, Ruthless. I've been to a lot of trainings and I wanted this training to give people the real deal that I just do not hear uh, all the time. It was very boot camp oriented in a way of saying, um, I don't want everybody to be a part of this. I only want the real in the room. That's literally like the military. The military is about pushing everybody out, not keeping everybody in. So it had that mindset. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. We have to be okay with telling people it's okay. Unsubscribe. You don't like it, unsubscribe. Get on up out of here. You have to be okay with that. But you still need people like Juicy, who is a professional publicist, a PR. You know, look, check out her information that is going to be marketing and is going to say, hey, y'all come follow Tesla. Y'all come support what she's doing. I'm just reminding you that if you don't never follow, you see them people in that room, don't you? Naheem, I want to bring you up. Linus, you you had some. I'm, I'm adding you, Naheem. And um, Linus, you got your hand up. You want to chime in on that? Yes, I just wanted to say that you gave a really great demonstration of what it means um, and how much work work it takes to organize when it's not a reactionary issue um, at play. For example, when a cop kills a black person or if a Chinese person, for example, and some establishments beats the hell out of a black person, it's easier to get a whole bunch of people to show up somewhere to pull up on short notice. But what you did was very, very um, strategic and engaging in terms of the text messages, the emails, the surveys. You know, you engaged your audiences on your social media and you continue to, you know, to organize that way. And that takes a lot more energy and you get a, a different caliber of people yes, who show do. up because they're serious and they're passionate about it versus being reactionary. And so I wanted to name that as something that I also learned. Yeah, also remember y'all got homework. For those who are listening, guys, we set out homework and a political glossary so that people could be prepared, you know, before they came to this training to even start thinking about, you know, what was going to be in this class. So thank you for naming that. Naheem, I got you up, hon. Shout out to Naheem. Peace, peace. Naheem tall as hell, y'all. know I gave the women, I gave them they love. But Naheem, how tall are you, Naheem? Now, I don't want to disrespect your wife, woman, or nothing like that, but I just want to point out, because it's not a lot of tall brothers. So how tall are you? Uh, I'm, I'm a single man, first and foremost. Look at him. Okay, go ahead, Naheem. Put your shot on after the shit. Naheem, Let me get that one out the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm six foot four. Wow, yeah, he's tall. I remember, I always remember tall men. So shout out to the six four in the bit. Can the ladies on Twitter? Can we just do a hand clap for the six four men in the building? We we'll go, we we'll go ahead, Naeem. I'm sorry, y'all know I get distra- distracted. I, I'm all over the place. We- uh, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Um, you know, first and foremost, this uh, honestly honors to you. That was a powerful, powerful event. And in my estimation, I believe that it was one of the most important political events for our people in the past several decades. And oh, I will wow. tell you why I say that. You, when you, when you launched on Twitter, because that's where I heard about it at first, and I came in space, 
You said what this was going to be and what it wasn't going to be. You said it was not going to be a, a politically agenda-driven event. And, and it wasn't. There was zero of that. So nobody can't make that claim because I was there. And like I say, who's going to challenge me on my credibility? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is. Hey, is talk your facts. shit, baby. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> That's right. That's my nickname, Mr. Justice Facts. So I, I, I learned so much more. You know, everybody thinks they, they know some stuff. I, I'm humble. I call myself a lifelong student. Although we do some teaching in our space, I'm always, always learning. And there were things that I learned at this event that will help me and help those whom I may have some influence over as, you know, as I personally move forward, as I move forward with my organization, et cetera, et cetera. And the, you asked uh, Sister Lioness a question about that one thing that, that stuck out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to answer that and say, it was when you said, it's on me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Let, let me let me pause right there before you say mm-hmm. that. That was the main thing. That was the topic that I made sure. The trainers, I said, this particular mm-hmm. subtopic, is because I came up with their name. It's all about, it's, it's all about we, but it, it's all on me. And that, and I did that line. I'm put a pin right there. Don't forget. But I just want to pin that so people know why I came up with that particular subtopic. Because even with my even with my team, I was frustrated. I was frustrated even with my team because I'm like, y'all can't get more people to come. You're not sharing it. I'm not. Some people didn't even share it. And and I wanted and I called them out as well because at the end of the day, this is my brand, and it's not from a I want to brag standpoint, but it's from a this falls on me because if it failed. They would have been talking about, oh, Tesla failed. They wouldn't have said, oh, Chrissy failed, Michelle failed, Vanessa failed. It would have been on me. So I stayed on people's ass. And I'm talking about on their ass. About anything they said they was going to do, you had to do it or move around. And I want people to understand what that means. You, It's great when people come in and help. But if they do not, it falls on you. And that's what scares people. You don't hear that in trainings because... They want you to create this utopia thing. We together, we can get, we can together. We, 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 we. That's great if it's we, but it ultimately falls on you. And that was the main, I'm so glad you pointed that up because that was the main subtopic that I told the ladies. Make sure you drill and tell them the truth. Do not bullshit these people. Tell them the truth. And I also told everybody in the training that if any one of these trainers start pushing an agenda, you better damn well come snitch on them. Snitches don't get stitches, so I can stop it right then and there. And I said that in front of the trainers. But go ahead, Naeem. I just want to put a pin on that so they know what you were talking about. Definitely. That that set the stage for me in understanding everything else that was presented throughout the day. And we, we had a, an example of that with the young lady in the uh, candidate room that you were trying to school but she was trying to, I think, I can't really remember what she was trying to push. Right, uh, I remember. From <laughs> and you had the school assistant, you, the answer never changed. Mm-hmm. Your answer never changed. And, you know, I was wondering if she had listened to what uh, was said in the earlier room and organizing space before everybody split up, that it's on you. If that's what you feel, then you're going to have to get momentum 
behind your idea by finding the people that think along the lines, that think the way that you think, and then pull them into, I mean, I don't know if her thing was political or apolitical. I wasn't really sure. Yeah, we all was confused. Charlie was confused, so he's over here on the Instagram. I'm looking at his car. We, we didn't know what it was, but I can't repeat the say. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was confused. <laughs> But that was that was the biggest thing. Like last year, um, you know, I, I organized a reparations rally in Atlanta, Georgia. It was my first time doing it. It was all over the place. I want to give a shout out to my brother Ty Harper because he got military experience. He came up to me and said, "All right, brother Nahi, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have all the speakers line up over here. We're going to uh, do an introduction to each speaker. I need you to go up there, boom, boom." Because I had never done it. Mm-hmm. It's just me wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to make sure that it got done. And we, we had a successful event, but that's why I signed up for the organizer track. I was like, that was my weakness, mm-hmm. right? That was one of the things that, you know, in, in, in the SWAT, right? Your your strength, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats. My weakness was that I never really organized anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, got some people from the hood to go march on the precinct, before, like, we going down to the precinct, man. They violating, they, they violating, brother. That was different than trying to organize an actual event. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I learned, I mean, I learned so much. I mean, there's so much stuff that I can say about it, but I, I just want the family to know that this was, this was a very important nonpartisan political event. I'm, I'm able to take something and disseminated to those that may come into our organization, the United Sons and Daughters of Freedmen, and help with the political education that's basically needed in moving forward. I have people that were saying to me, damn, you know, I wish Brother Marcel was here as well. I was like, yeah, this this is definitely, because we are, we are around people that are in politics. One of my brothers that, that's, that was on our team, he was an elected official out of Illinois. So, you know, he basically got this thing down pat. But I, I learned so much more from the training. So let's just say I had six things, right? Mm-hmm. And I was missing four things that I didn't really know that I was missing until I went and, until, until I attended this training and I was able to get those four more things to make what I'm trying or attempting to do politically a little more complete. And I just want to sum it up with that. And one more thing. Uh, you spoke about somebody saying something about uh, in their critique. Why didn't you, why didn't y'all speak about pooling resources? And although that you said someone got up and spoke about pooling resources, this boot camp was about learning how to be a candidate, mm-hmm. an operative, and an organizer. It mm-hmm. wasn't about pooling resources. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about anything other people wanted it to be about. And that's another part of our problem. We're always distracting. We're trying to find a way to distract from a mission so that we can promote our own personal agenda. And, and, and guess what? Guess what, Naheem? But guess what? And right yeah, and guess what? Mm-hmm. If they, if you, if you believe, like if there was somebody there, like a brother said on the testimony, we talked about he was talking about he was networking with people about pulling his economic resources together. This training was actually teaching you how to do that. So whatever your issue was, it was an insert the blank thing. 
Everybody always want, well, why y'all didn't talk about reparations? I'm going to be talking about reparations on 23rd with Tariq at the Revolt Summit. I talk about many different things. This was about whatever you're into, whether it be reparations, economic development, mass incarceration, everybody don't push the same thing at, at, at the same time all the time. Everybody in politics is driven the politics for a different motivating factor is their number one thing or their second thing. So if you were about, that's why I told it, brother, let's go live. Let's talk live. I don't like this type and shit on Twitter. Let's talk live. Because if, 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 if somebody said, you know what, I want to focus on economic development, then this class, this training gave you five core, four curriculum to be able to do that. You just simply need to insert the blank. And that's what people have a hard time understanding. Because they're single issue topics and that's their one thing. And you do need to push it, push, 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 push your ass off. But understand the difference between a training and an activist on a platform telling you what needs to happen versus a training. This was a training telling you how to do whatever you believe needs to happen through either being a candidate or an operative or an organizer. And so you're talking about the sister that, you know, just... Some people just have a hard time grasping the fact that it really is just about you. And so she began her feedback about should we be separated as people or all together? And I had to stop that. I'm glad I was in the training at that particular time to stop that because this was not about what we need to be doing and how we need to be. Y'all do that all the time on Twitter. This was about actually doing what you say that you need to be doing. So thank you for naming that and, and, and pointing that out. Uh, I'm going to take Marcellus. I'm keeping y'all speakers on if y'all feel y'all need to chime back in, particularly to the people that were there. But let me bring up the number one line push in the building, y'all. Marcellus in the building. He went from Instagram and hopped on over here on Twitter to be able to chime me. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. So uh, I just want to say again, thank you for, for having that because you really didn't have to do that. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep mine pretty quick. Um, I, I I really did learn a lot. Uh, a lot of stuff I kind of knew because I attended your virtual uh, classes as well. Um, but also, I was in there looking for my tribe as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so today, uh, two of the people that was in your, uh, in your class, uh, Aaron and Jessica, we going bowling today. And we go in there to talk about politics and how we going how we going to organize uh, around certain issues uh, or whatever. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Christy and Vanessa and Michelle. Uh, I learned something about Vanessa too. I, I didn't know she was she was big on firearms. <laughs> yes, yes, Amen. Let, let's let's put a point in there. Yes, she's a candidate that believes in the Second Amendment. Uh, yes, there are black people that stay strapped up, just as a point of clarity. But but go ahead, because that gets into agenda stuff. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and uh, just James, uh, we we was on the phone. Um, it was it was either yesterday or the day before yesterday, and we was talking about you and organizing uh, as well. So I think the biggest thing I did take from that is finding my finding my tribe because I I just can I know some people were saying they're waiting for your next uh, your next class. Uh, well, while they waiting, I'm moving. So that's that's what I, I heard that. I heard that. And just for a point of clarity, I'm doing an online one. Uh, I'll be doing workshops throughout 
the year, the boot camp, this boot camp was a 12 hour thing. You know, you don't want to do that online, but I am doing one October 22nd uh, on mission uh, and vision. A lot of people don't know the difference between mission and vision. Um, there's a difference between when you're writing your mission, your mission statement and your vision statement and how it is aligned. How does that align with your values politically, professionally, uh, and personally. And so I'm going to do a quick workshop on that October 22nd. Notice I dropped that flyer uh, the day after uh, this training because I needed to be able, I needed to show y'all, like I said on TV, we ain't got time to be celebrating. I clap, great, celebrate. But at the same time, you still need to be planning. So the next one will be there. Also, Andane is working on an Atlanta part two. Um, that will be all day with me. Uh, you know that you guys notice I tried to go around to everybody's class as much as I could. I didn't, I couldn't be three people at one time. But I went around to as much to get, you know, because I remember somebody asked me, are you going to be there? What are you crazy? Out? Not only was I there, I was checking folks in in the registration. I was all over the place in one class, another class, this, that. I didn't sit down at all. Uh, and I got the Apple Watch uh, calories to prove it on that day. I did a whole lot of walking because I wanted to make sure, one, I was coming in there to make sure everybody was on track and I didn't have no counter pro tail trying to throw it off. Two, I was making sure my trainers, uh, I was looking at them. Because I didn't want to depend on y'all to snitch on them. So I was watching them. And three, I was making sure that you got a little bit of me or probably more than enough of me. So I just gave y'all the strategy while I was walking up and all up and through them classes. Because I don't trust nobody, even on my even sweet little Christy. I don't know. Christy might have started wanting to talk to y'all about an agenda. So I need to be able to make sure Christy stayed on point. Because, again, what did we say? It's all about we, but it falls on me. Well, nobody can sit up here and play with my name. I don't play those games. You know, where y'all be sitting up on Instagram. You ain't got to explain. You ain't got to take time for the trolls. Oh, no, I take time. Like somebody yesterday, oh, I ain't got time. I'm on the job. Well, see, this is my job. Talking is my job. I run Tales and Figo Communications Group. So this is what I do. I'm going to take the time to create the narrative and shape the narrative. You're not going to take no narrative and run with it and play with it on Twitter. Now, some of my colleagues y'all like to play with in this space. I'm not like them. You're going to have to meet me live on Instagram. You have to meet me, Twitter audio. We're going to get it in. Let's go back to back. Let's debate this on out. Mike Tyson ain't never ran from no fight. When you, I'm a heavyweight champ when it comes to this talk game, and I don't duck no wrecks, and I'm down to talk about it, especially with you Peter Poindexter. I wish Peter Poindexter would go ahead and accept the challenge, and let's talk about this live talking about look like it's HBCU. You don't know nothing about me, homie. Shout out to S-Bone right now, Instagram from 40s Crip, who's listening. I deal with people from every walk of life. I mean every walk of life, from HBCU to 40s Crip. I talk to him all the time about how he's trying to get people out of gang violence. He's trying to move people in a positive direction. Him and I talk all the time. He's like, man, I, people, they, they don't want to hear the positive. I don't get the clicks because they don't want to hear the positive. I encourage him from Crips and Bloods all the way down to the juicy geniuses, to the beloved, the, the lioness, beloved, peace and blessings, all the way to whoop and what up, cuz. So you don't know nothing about me, but you will find out when you get to playing with me, because that's all I do is talk and shut down. So anyway, I just had to say that right quick, just so we had a little bit of clarity on who you sit up and playing with. Y'all better go play with the rest of them on MSNBC, because I'm down with it, uh, down with dealing, dealing with you at any time, any place, live, off the dome. So that's why this this uh this this particular space was important so we could get it out here on the record and Atlanta part two. The next ones, and I'm telling you this now, I'm only doing 50 to 75 people at most. Um, they will be there will be a, a place like a library that already has PowerPoint presentation. You know, we had to literally build that room. We had to bring the power in, we had to bring the screens in. If you've ever worked with a convention center, they nickel and dime you to death. 
Oh, you want a power cord? That's another cost. Oh, you want a podium? That's another cost. Oh, you want a desk? That's another cost. Oh, you need a pen? That's another cost. I mean, literally, y'all. So the next ones I'm doing, I'm going to try to touch as many states as I possibly can. It won't be all my trainers with me um, because, again, that's a cost. And let me put that out there. All these trainers were paid. Um, I, I think that's important to say because somebody at the end said, oh, man, I'm so grateful y'all did what y'all did. And y'all probably did it for free. Uh, somebody hashtag paid. Not to put their business street, but I'm putting their business street. Not only were they paid, they also were flown up and the rooms and all that was taken care of. Y'all got to get out this mindset of people shouldn't be paid for what they do. They were paid. And guess what? Guess what the strategy was behind that, Jay? I'm giving, I'm giving y'all some game. I don't want nobody thinking I owe them nothing. So let's say that. Let me say it one more time in case they didn't hear. Chrissy's listening. We don't want Chrissy thinking she owe me. Owe me. I don't owe you nothing. I have to be in a position to be able to tell people you don't like how I move. Keep it moving. So I didn't ask y'all for no donation. I didn't ask you for free. Now they may have said, "Damn, I should have been paid more." Then that can be an argument. But they damn sure was paid. And for those who ask, "Well, how did you get the money?" Don't worry about it. If I had to strip at Magic City on the weekends, all you need to know is. You got in the class for free and didn't nobody push no agenda on you. So let that be enough. So if I had to sell weed and strip on Sundays or do whatever it took to get you in the room, that's all you need to worry about. Because see, if I tell y'all well, such and such paid for it, then y'all be running with that. Y'all be lying about that on Twitter. Well, you know, such and such paid for it. And it really was an agenda. I know how you Peter Poindex is moving this Twitter space. So just just go ahead and tell people I had to strip on the weekends. On the weekends, I was at Magic City getting the money to get this together so that y'all can run with that. And then y'all can take that that uh, talking point and say, look at them. They always twerking in politics. I know how y'all do. It's so it's so easy to do. So just just know I did that. I, I was moving ounces. I moved ounces to make this happen. So let that be that y'all run with that. I'm going to see who's going to run with that and make that lie up. But the bottom line is you was in there for free and then nobody asked you for a damn thing. And I like it that way. It's nothing wrong with being a nonprofit organization, but I am a for-profit organization, tesmfigaro.com. There will be some trainings that I'll be charging for, just so y'all know. Let me say it one more time. There will be some training that I will charge. Like, for example, people that want to uh, learn how to debate the way I do one-on-one, I'm not going to hit you over the head with it like like other clients, two forty nine an hour. Somebody hashtag two fifty an hour. But I'll make it reasonable. A group group of y'all can come on in, and I'll do that. But this basic type of training, I'm doing this for free. I'm going to dedicate the time to do that. You know why I'm doing it, Linus? Because I want to be able to talk shit. Some of it is petty. Some of it is we really need it, and some of it is I want to be able to show these leaders that this can be done. You can't just keep talking about what well, didn't do it, do it, do it. You got to be say no. We showed it can be done. So why y'all not doing it? Why are they not doing it? The answer is, Naheem, they don't want to do it. Like, let's put the shit on out there so everybody can just grasp this. Somebody said, oh, well, would you be willing? Somebody asked me yesterday, would you teach the DNC? Why am I teach the DNC? Y'all time is up. Y'all got all the resources, all the money, all the budgets. Why are they not planting this in you? So now you can tell them, no, no, no. We actually did it because I used to tell people I did this in 2008 where I brought 300 volunteers, but that was too long ago. I needed a recent receipt to drop on your ass to say, no, it can be done. We just did it. So why can't you do it? The answer is they don't want to do it. So I'm not consulting nobody on the back end. None of these DNCs, ABCs, one, two, threes. They can't get 50 people in the room at best. It's because they do not want to do it, guys. We are no longer waiting. I'm not waiting. I got plenty of sky miles. I will come to your city, get a library where we ain't got to pay nothing to be there or maybe $50 at best. Get me 50 people in the room because I'm not just to beg nobody. 
to share shit on social media. That was frustrating as hell. Stand on top of people to share. Then you got Marcellus who was willing to pull up on folks' house. When people didn't share, Marcellus said he didn't had enough. So I got worried about Marcellus running up on folks, beating folks up for not sharing it. So I'm trying to keep Marcellus out of jail. So in order to do that, we're just going to do 50 people at a time at a library. I don't need no whole bunch of people. I will fly there that morning. We will do a nine to five, give about a two hour break. You go get your lunch on your own and you'll be with me all day long. That's what I'm doing. And by 2024, I will have touched 2024 people and I will be bringing it up in their face when they run in 2024 to say, hey, you had more than enough opportunity to do this because if I can do it, you damn sure can do it. So that's that's the bigger picture, the bigger strategy. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more more info now. 
also want to say uh, uh, thank you for the after party as well. Cause we had yes, at a black owned spot. Yeah, let's make sure. Shout out to Juicy. Shout out to Juicy Genius that coordinated that. What was the Chicago bar? I keep saying bar and grill because there's a Chicago bar and grill also in Houston, but it was Chicago's grill. What was it, Juicy? Chicago something. Chicago pizza. Chicago piece, okay, and that was black on. Let me say it close up for these Twitter t- trolls. Why y'all didn't go to some brother that we y'all should have went over to big. Hey man, we wasn't me and Linus wasn't there touring no damn eat- eateries. I said it was a twelve hour training. What part of that he didn't understand? Well, I'm just telling you in case you want a black on man. We wasn't there to do no eating and no damn touring. I say again, we were there to train twelve hours straight, but we did have an after party at the black on place. Shout out to Juicy for getting that done. When the sister mentioned it in Twitter, I said, can you lock it in? Come back to me with a solution. Not what well, y'all should do, Chicago. She went and locked it in and it was already locked in. So just let's just put that out there just in case anybody, anybody listen. And the DJ was on point. We had a great time. So thank you, Marcellus, for also pointing that out because, you know, they'll show a video of us dancing. That's another thing. Christy had y'all dance electric slide. I told her, shut it off. Let me put that on the record right now. Sweet little Christy. At the end of the training, she wanted, oh, y'all get up. Let's celebrate. I told her, turn it off right now. We ain't doing no dancing and we ain't doing no singing because what happened is one of these trolls, because it was opposition in the room. Somebody hashtag opposition in the room. They'll take that and then act like we was electrosliding like uh like the CBC was when they was at that one thing. So I told her, turn it off. So in case y'all want to know why the music stopped me away, it was because me. I told her, turn that shit off because I don't need nobody running around with no lies about us doing no damn electrosliding. But when we went to the club, we was sliding and electricing and drinking and doing all that after the training was over. So I just needed to put that on the record because Christy's so sweet. So she ain't looking at it like that. I'm looking at it like that. Uh, again, I'm military. I'm always looking for the ops in the room because it was some ops in the room. And we saw you. Don't worry about it. Plenty plenty of people pointed your ass out. We know exactly who you are. And it, you're just going to have to go back and report to your boss. That, I'm sorry. You, you just got to take this L because the shit was on point. Flawless from beginning to end. Uh, we got yeah, some other calls. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just went in with this. Um, and you know how you always say it goes down when it goes down. So I supposed to have left when you when you left uh, the after party. I was getting ready to go to my car, and I ended up staying in the parking lot for two additional hours because me, Aaron, and Jessica, we was out there debating politics. So when you say it goes down where it goes down, that's where it went down. That's yeah, right. and shout out, and guess what? That's a part of organizing. Shout out to Tasha. I see you, baby, on Instagram from Orlando. Tasha uh, was the cook at the club, get the wings, and she done seen me many times in Orlando in the club parking lot in the hood because I only go to the hood, by the way, and I done been in the club organizing with gunshots. Literally, they started shooting. I'm still trying to get people to get to organize. So Congratulations, baby. That's what organizers do. <laughs> at, at, in the club parking lot, I done did it plenty of times. Plenty of times. It, even when the guns start popping, I'm still up there organizing. Ask Orlando about me. So thank you so much, sweetie. I'll, some of these people, I don't know if you attended or not attended. I prefer that people who actually attended speak, but I do want to... If I can say one more thing. Yes, love. Yeah, there was at the very end... Chef Tasha, hold on. I'm sorry. One sorry. Chef Tasha in the building... Y'all give us some love, Chef Tasha212. That's what I was just talking about. She was the chef. This was in Orlando in 2012. Y'all, people stay connected. When y'all organize, people stay connected. I met her a long time ago, and I was standing in the club line after drinking my grandma yay and coke and talked to her about policy. Y'all know how the line be when y'all want that fish and them wings and all that. We would be at the club, Club Legion in Orlando, Florida, and I would be in the line 
while she's fixing my wings, I was talking about politics. So I, the receipts go on and on. We can, this is, this is what organizing is. Put me in any city, any state. I'm going to go to the church. I'm going to go to the strip club. I'm going to go to the hood. I'm going to go to the barbershop and go to the beauty shop. After that, I promise I'm going to bring back a hundred people, but go ahead. Naheem. I just had to show her some love. No, definitely. I'm going to be brief. Um, at the very end, you were, you were talking about fusing hip hop with politics and, I don't know, it was maybe a week prior I had told my brother Ali, who, who's uh, one of the co-founders of Be The Power and the United Sons and Daughters of Freedmen, that when it's all said and done, hip-hop is going to have a say in our salvation. And, you know, when I was listening to you give you a breakdown at the very end, you know, everybody's looking for affirmations. You know, some, sometimes you may even stumble into them, right? And I think that's exactly what that was. And I, I didn't want that to be missed on, on anyone because a lot of us come from the inner cities of, of this country, the ghettos that America created. And we weren't given a chance to even think about being in a place like this, you know, especially if we didn't come from no, uh, no divine nines or no boulets or no colleges and, and, you know, we didn't uh, pass certain paper bag tests and all of, all of those types of things. Those people that came up in the hood, mm-hmm. the hoods of this country are now going to be the ones, I feel, that, that lead this charge. And I just wanted to point that out because I thought that that was very, very powerful and it touched me personally because I want to say again, I had just said about a week prior how when it's all said and done, Hip-hop is going to have a voice in our salvation. So I just wanted to commend you on that. I want to give a shout-out to Sister Lioness, Sister Juicy, and my sister Carla down there in the chat. Because, you know, I, these are people that I've, I've met online, and we got a chance to, you know, actually build and, and, and meet in person. So I, I just want to give a shout-out to y'all as well. I forgot to do that earlier. No, thank you for saying that. And again... Uh, Geechee won the Geechee won Hip Hop Awards in South Carolina. Well, they were the first one um, that believed in that hip hop in politics vision. They put me on the cover of their magazine titled The Hip Hop Politician. I went there that weekend. I did to get out to vote with the bikers because I always work with bikers, you know, black biker group. Shout out to the black bikers uh, in the building. I worked with them. So my, my tour that I would do is I will go to the to the um to the studio in freestyle and sun these dudes and women too whoever wanted it so I would go get on the mic I would do something in politics and I would go to the hood shout out to my first producers that believed in me mu- musical paradise I saw them sharing my stuff in Orlando shout out to Dove Slim in South Carolina who we recorded like several tracks. So one of the, the pieces that I did that for those that don't know I'm a spoken word artist one when I got on the stage the main thing that I said was uh, we got enough rap labels. Now we need districts with constituents. And I said the days of using hip hop as a political fundraising gimmick without accountability to heal the story that hip hop tells is over. So it's very important to me that hip hop has a voice. And for those of you that did not attend the training, when I sent out the program with the classes, I attached a hip hop song that inspired that content because I wanted people to look at the hip hop song like 
uh, campaign planning, we had thinking of a master plan. So I did stuff from the 80s, the 90s and current music so that you could get that vibe and that element of hip hop. So I do believe those two things are married. They are married. And shout out to the hip hop caucus. I'm just giving y'all real straight facts. I was going to work with the hip hop caucus. And that didn't happen. And I don't know why or whatever, but I went on, y'all. This is why you got to move on. And people don't want to, if they don't see in your vision, I was like, hey, let me do some training for y'all. Let me see if I can help y'all. Do They was, yeah, 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 yeah. And it didn't happen. And again, no shade to them, but I'm saying that, Naheem, because you brought it up. I couldn't wait on the Hip Hop Caucus to do it. I'm just going to do it without you. You could just sit back and watch. I'm not waiting on the Hip Hop Caucus. I'm not waiting on our Black Party. I'm not waiting on nobody. I want y'all to know you can do this by yourself. Show up by yourself and wait and see 10 people show up. They're going to show up. There's nothing else they want to see if your ass is crazy. So be crazy enough to do it by yourself. So I very much involve the streets because it's a difference between the hood and the streets. That's why you porn, Peter Porndexes need to know I'm from the streets. Big difference. Penny people grew up in poverty. Penny people grew up in the project. People grew up in the hood. But there's a difference between the streets and the hood. So none of this lame ass game that y'all try to play, you're not. You trust me, it doesn't go over my head. And I can't wait to get the homies even more so involved. I train. Do y'all know the type of trainers I do? I got trainers I do with the homies. Crenshaw Mafia on teaching them what the electoral college is. And I use Inglewood family as an example. I train, train. Like train, train for real. I teach the entire district showing, okay, who's the OG, who's the YG, who's the BG. This is the trap. This is how you move this. This is how you do that. Ask the homies. Don't believe it. Go listen to Gangster Chronicles. Go listen to Clippers Bud Johnson. I train people in prisons. I teach them how the car is exactly like your district. I have training trainings for real in the hood, and I know ain't nobody doing that. So we got a lot more coming, a lot more in store. There is a place for you to get in and fit in, whether you come from the collegiate environment or you come from the hood or you come from the streets. Trust me, your girl got some place for you to fit in because you are right, Naheem. Those will be the ones that are leading the charge because those are the ones that feel like they don't have nothing to lose. And I need some people that feel like they ain't got nothing to lose. Um, that's a part of this. Since you mentioned Carla, I will add her uh, to, to give some feedback. And for those, let me say this for Carla, say something. If y'all saying it's too long, it's taking too long, just uh, go ahead and exit on out. It's all right. Go ahead and exit on out. We're going to get this on the record because this needs to be on the record on exactly what happened with this training so it can live in history forever. So if you got to leave and dip out, come on back. But if not, hey, we're we going to get this on record. Ain't number five of us talking. Again, that's another organizer tip. Don't worry about how many people are listening. Let it be. Stop looking at these views all the time. I tell the homie that s account. Don't worry about the views. Just put it out there. I took down my original YouTube page because I wanted the views. Some of my poems, it was like 130 people watching. I, I cut it off because I said I want to keep that forever to be able to show that it was just 100 people watching. And I still was talking about it. Don't worry about these damn views. Get the message out. Let it be out and let whoever is listening. It's only 10 people listening on YouTube right now. Y'all know how 10 is important to me. It's only 10 people listening. Let it be those 10. Stop being afraid of just having 10 people riding with you. It don't require much. Go ahead, Carla. All right. Thank you, Tesla. And I hope you're doing great today. Um, I really want to appreciate you. Let me get my notes here so I can be quick and brief and to the point. I love that Carla got the notes in the building. Just hand, hand clap for notes. We love trained people. We love preparation. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so you said something here. You're talking about bragging. I'm going to say you have every right to brag, you know, and I want to give you a shout out for your prophetic um, delivery. Like when you, you are a master storyteller. And it's, it's beautiful to watch. Um, and then you were saying like you were all over the place talking about 
Naheem being tall, and you even touched on the point how you were all over the place in that in that convention center. Uh, it was a lovely venue. Um, seeing you go to different places got me. And you also said we didn't have to just stay in one place. We could go to different mm-hmm. places. So I started off on the organizer track. And, you know, I went up and spoke to you and told you that I'm new to this. We took a little um, selfie. Uh, and it was I was a bit overwhelmed just uh, with all of the information. Organizing is, is a big deal. And so um, I went later to the operative track and met Michelle. And I want to give Christy her shout out. And before I move to that part, let me say, you know, she you were talking just a minute ago about um, how this was not just a reparations issue and, and people, you know, this was a training for whatever anyone's issue was. So Christy did take the time to ask what people's um, issues were. And I think about 50 people answered and all these 50 people had different things to say. And really none of them were reparations. It was, it was amazing to me. Um, So I did take the time to go over to, um, the the let, let me let me pause let me pause right there because okay. see what somebody will do is take that clip and we'll run with that and I even told Chrissy that we we all family and I told Chrissy she shouldn't have asked y'all that you know why mm-hmm. because what happens is they take what you just said and and they'll say nobody in the room was supporting reparations so let's be crystal clear that if somebody said hey I'm interested in mass incarceration or I'm interested it wasn't that nobody out of 300 people did not support reparations including Christy who literally pushes reparations who was the trainer in Tulsa so I have to put a pin in that and I told Christy that see again I look at stuff from a crisis calm standpoint so I'm glad you said that because see if I'm let somebody say an op will take that and say, see, did nobody talk about no reparation? So see, I already think ahead of these point Peter Poindexters. So let's be clear. If you want to hear what I feel about reparations, bring your ass to the Revolt Summit on the 23rd. It will be televised and Tariq and I will be on a reparations panel. So I got to be very clear that Naheem was there, supports reparations, Lion is support reparations, Juicy Genius support reparations. See, I can't let them take that little clip and run with that. So I'm not, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I had to put a pin in that. And I told Chrissy she shouldn't have done that. Just in full transparency, because when I say there's no agenda, they didn't need to say what their agenda was, because people will take that and run with that. But uh, Chrissy doesn't do crisis calm. I do. So and I love Christy, and I'm, uh, but I'm telling y'all, I don't have no secrets. I told you, you shouldn't have, don't do that. When I say no agenda, I don't need to know what y'all issue was. It wasn't important what your issue was. I know how people flip shit. So I needed to put that in there because they will run with that, guys. So let's be sure. I want to say it one more time because Marcellus is in here. Lion is in here. Naheem is in here. Juicy Jeans is in here. Uh, Friday Jones is in here. Uh, We all support reparations. Let me say it one time. We all support reparations. And the trainer that asks that not only supports reparations, but pushes for reparations in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But that was a part that I should not have even been said preferably i know she was trying to get you guys engaged but i want y'all to see how people take shit and take a clip and run with it so go ahead carl i'm glad you made that point all right no problem and i I understand what you're saying i still think it's powerful that she did that because you know it, it was about 
people not having the same agenda. You were being non-biased and you, you said that uh, from the beginning, I think it just emphasized that and anyone that would take that information, which I agree, I agree with you, I trust what you're saying, that people will run and take away with it how any way that they can. Um, they would just be doing a disservice um, and really coming to look like an idiot to me because that's never... <laughs> they don't care nothing about looking like an idiot. Girl, it's people yeah. who, it's people that have agenda. Some of y'all need to understand, just because somebody put like people got agendas and feel they can be the only person to talk about certain things. I get it all the time when people, well, why you ain't talking about this? And then when you do talk about it, well, you don't talk about it enough or why you don't this. And that. I mean, so especially in this Twitter space, that's why I had to point that out. It's a lot of people that are, they just want to cause confusion. That's it. Their, their, their main thing is to cause confusion because they're so afraid that I'm going to get something that's going to benefit me personally or whatever it is. And I'm sorry, you just kind of understand everybody don't have an agenda to hustle. But what? If I wanted to hustle, I could just go to Magic City. Again, Magic City. I could go to Magic City if it was about hustle. I just really like training. I mean, that's just it. And I got receipts to prove it. And I want to see people get into the game and do whatever it is. And let me be clear, there needs to be people in the space, including the reparation space, that mm -hmm. can train people on how to actually do it. And I'm not saying that people are not talking about that. Y'all know I support Tariq. And I know a lot of people don't like that I support Tariq. People tell me that all the time. Why you support Tariq? You shouldn't support Tariq. Hey, man, I don't have no problem with nobody in this movement. Even though it's been people who have went back and forth. I ain't even going to say the name because then they're going to say, she was in there talking about you. Hey, man, I ain't got time for these kid-ass gay. I don't have no problem with nobody that don't have a problem with me. I don't bother nobody, but I damn sure ain't going to be bothered. So when you come at me and clap at me, I'm going to clap back. I'm just as petty as anybody else. But I do think there is room for people to actually learn how to apply what it is that they want to push. And I'm not saying that nobody's doing that. But I'm not here to take over no movement and be in charge of no movement and who going to be the only one speaking about it. I'm a news of the day commentator. I can talk about any topic off the dome at any time. And I crush whoever debates against me. Those are facts. So I'm not trying to compete with nobody on nothing. Who going to be the one with the most streams and the most likes. And the, I don't even think I had a couple thousand people that follow me on my YouTube. Y'all don't see me say follow me on my YouTube, follow me on YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. I'm hey, I'm here to support. Whatever anybody's doing to push black people, I'm with that shit 100%. Even if you don't rock with me, I support you. But I have to point those out because, Carla, there are people that are just so intimidated by somebody, you know, mm -hmm. coming into a space that they feel they rightfully own. And it's a damn shame. And it's why we don't get ahead faster. But I do believe we're going to get ahead. I just think people just need to find their tribe and, and keep it moving. I agree. Okay, so I, you talked, uh, Naheem talked about the gentleman that was saying something about why don't you pull your money and all that. I just want to say I saw you uh, run his ass down. Um, <laughs> you got a little five-minute Twitter space up and put his name in the title. Like you wanted to deal with it uh, and just, or just prove that he wasn't, you, you know, going to put himself behind the words he was saying. And so... Um, I really had no idea. I'm going to where, you know, I was able to move around, watching you move around. I know this was um, kind of right after lunch. I, I talked to you about where the other, um, the operative space was and, and the, um, the, the candidate track. So I went over to the operative track with Michelle. I want to give her her flowers. Um, she was beyond ethical in her delivery, uh, very, uh, solid information as, as well in answering questions. And so I didn't think that I would vibe 
with the operative track. But what I really liked was just how methodical it was. You would have to be to be able to be an operative. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just where you know, it seemed like everything, and I didn't go make it to the, um, the candidate track, but from what I did see, it, it was a lot of us as people have to decide personally what it is that we want to do and what energy we have to bring to this movement. Um, there's a lot of personal reflection is, is kind of what I took away from, from all of this training. Mm-hmm. So um, she was very on point. All of that information really got me hyped. Uh, and I'm going to, I followed her on Instagram. I'm uh, I really like the way that she moves. I appreciate that. And let me say this, and then I'm getting because we got like five other people. Let me also say this. Well, if y'all go follow these trainers, and let's put this on the record, Naheem, because this got to be on the record. Because again, I know how people, remember, I'm a crisis comm expert. Um, if y'all go follow any of these trainers and you don't like something they said in the past or even in the future, I'm not responsible for that. So let's put that on the record because I know I'm going to have to run that back. Somebody going to go see what somebody say and say, look, uh, she had this trainer and this trainer really is a Democrat. and They was there pushing an agenda. So let me put that shit right out there right now. Whoever you go follow, I'm not responsible for Christy, Vanessa or Michelle, what they've done prior to or what they will do in the future. What I did tell them is they better not come in here pushing our NAN agenda because I will shut it down in the middle of the training in front of everybody. So as I go to the next caller, let me say that one more time. We were separated in three different rooms throughout the day. So just because nobody mentioned reparations at that particular moment when Christy asked the question, there were two other classrooms going on at the same time. And it was people there that support reparations. I got to say that. And the visionary, the founder, me, I support reparations. And this was my shit. So I got to make sure that that is so clear because this Twitter space is different, y'all. These trolls come up and all make up all type of shit as they go. So I had to reiterate that just one more time. Um, let's take another caller. Thank you so much, Carla. Um, Can I say one more? Yes, thing? ma'am. All right. Um, lastly, I want to thank you because I, uh, unlike Juicy Genius, hi there. I hope you're doing well today. She, you know, prepared for the event and knew it was a 12 hour boot camp, and I had some things going on. So I really appreciate the way you said, if you can come, go for the time that you can go. Uh, I wasn't able to stay for the whole day. Um, and, and I appreciate that because it is, it was a long day mm-hmm. and that you made it so that, um, you understood that if people had to go to work or if they had something else going on throughout the day, that they would take that time and still go and get what bit of information that they could. Yeah, because sometimes you got to get it. Sometimes you got to get it in pieces. It took me over a decade to get my degree. Three hours one time, three hours the next. Well, six, I got to get out, got to do something. My baby got to start my business, stop my business, stay out of school for two years, come back, get another three hours, get another 12 hours. Y'all don't be discouraged. Sometimes you got to get the information bit by bit until it all comes together. The point is get that information that you can. And I'm glad that y'all keep saying over and over how y'all switch classes, because I made that point at the end of the um, at the end of the training that um well not at the end after lunch that I wanted you guys to you know switch and go to other classrooms and I'm glad y'all took me up on that offer because Michelle was like after lunch she said what happened because my class got really full that was the operator track I said yeah because I wanted people to go test something else out you know to get a, a different you know a different vibe and it seems like based on y'all feedback this morning that that was really really helpful because a lot of people didn't understand they probably should have been in the operative or maybe they should have been in the organizer so not being in one class all day, I, I think was really helpful. And that's why everybody was teaching the same thing at the same time. 
because I wanted you to get the same content and see it from a different lens. And the uh, operative and candidate, they were like two sessions behind because Chrissy was moving really fast. So it gave people a chance to go listen to the same session from a different lens. And it sounds like that was um, really helpful. Uh, to you guys. I don't know if everybody here that I'm bringing up has attended or not, but I'm I'm happy to add your speakers. And again, if, if y'all don't, you know, if it's taking too long, then, you know, keep it pushing. But we're going to get this information out because we need to get this on the record. Uh, I'm adding uh, you, Pastor Hawkins. You're welcome to speak. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> first, I wanted to say thank you for uh, inviting me up. Uh, I'm Pastor Brian Hawkins. I'm actually an elected official. I know a few people in this space. Uh, so I am an elected official in California, um, and it's just I'm hearing you with the direction that you're speaking about. Uh, one, I want to give you big props. Uh, I would love to work with you. I would love to bring out something out here in California to get something going. Um, I do have the money, the resources to raise and bring out and put on an event out here in the area. Uh, if you Google me, you'll find it that I'm running for Congress um, with one of the most powerful stories that America's going to hear once I win this election, given the fact that I am from the streets. I am an ex-felon who spent 10 years in prison um, that has able to, been able to get some of the biggest endorsements from you know, law enforcement to NAACP support. So I'm bridging both gaps. Um, and so I want to do everything I can to help really push this message forward. Uh, to really bring awareness, to really get people involved. Uh, and I've been you know, going to these different spaces and speaking about the importance of this upcoming election because I do watch the data, I do read and see how much our people don't get engaged in politics and get involved in these rooms. Um, in my city alone, I've helped you know, other elected officials, the mayor, which happened to be the first black mayor. Baby, you going on, you going on a stump speech. You're doing a stump speech, honey. So I, I'm, I'm being gracious, but this ain't a stump oh, yeah, speech. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate the hustle. You might want to get with Juicy Genius. She's here in the comments. She does, uh, PR and again, not being rude, but. I don't, we just ain't no stump speech because I don't know what your agenda is and I don't need nobody saying, oh, I'm allowing you to push your agenda. So get with Juicy. She's, you got, you got operatives right here that are trained and ready to work. But I did hear what you said. You said you wanted me to do something in, in LA. I'm in LA all the time. I have a house in, in Linwood. So I'm there all the time. I will be doing something in LA. The, the best part about it is you don't have to raise no money. I don't want nothing from you because I don't want to owe nobody nothing. I'm going right to the Inglewood Library. It costs about $30. 75 people can come in. Uh, and I'm training them and I'm keeping it moving. I don't want a dime from nobody. Amen. Somebody say she ain't taking a dime. But first time ever, y'all gonna see what it look like to not be bought. They say they unbossed and unbought, but they said to be taking donations. I don't want shit from you. You know why I don't want it? Because I don't want nobody ever getting confused on no agenda and no nothing. But I do appreciate you making the offering, though. I, I really do. But I, I'm trying to show y'all it's a new way of doing it. It's, it's something's called flyer miles. I'll invest myself. And come because it don't take nothing for me to come for a day. I got a house in L.A., so it ain't no problem. I got a place to stay. We don't need no room. We don't need no rooms. I don't need none of that. I'm going right to the Inglewood Library. I think it hold about 50 people. So 50 people, y'all come in the other rest of that. It just it don't hold enough. Well, we can have it in a bigger place if you raise the money. No, don't worry about it. I don't want to raise no money. Let's just let's just see what it look like when we do it for free. So thank you so much, brother. I do appreciate you uh, coming on up. This space is really for people who attended the training, but I'm open to guys having feedback. But um, we, we ain't doing some speeches, just so we clear. But I do appreciate you, brother, and best of luck to your campaign. But I just got to be really clear about, you know, what we sitting up here talking about. And that ain't being rude. That's just straight shot, no chaser. But I do appreciate you, brother. Hire some of these folks that got trained over the weekend. Maybe they'll come help you on your campaign. R-P-H-T-I-G something. I just invited you as a speaker. 
going once. Unmute your phone. Okay, we're moving and moving on. I-L-A, I don't want to mispronounce it. I-L-A, if I can use the speaker, you can unmute your phone. And then I'll get to Kendall right after this. Shout out to you, S-Bone in LA. I just, I mentioned you like three times, S-Bone, on Instagram. Y'all show some love to uh, my LA family. Go ahead. Oh, were you speaking to me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good morning. My name's Isla. Everybody gets confused. It's Isla. Isla. Okay. With the L. Um, Yes, I was at the training, um, and I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, It was beyond my expectation. It was extremely organized. It functioned like a well-oiled machine. I mean, the timing, everything was just it was like a, an orchestra, just every, the timing was just perfect. Um, but I do want to confirm that yes, the training was completely full. Um, people were early. There was plenty of food, but there was plenty of good food. Somebody's going to go back and complain that this wasn't good or that wasn't good, but it was, it was delicious. And as a matter of fact, I remember you telling us to go ahead and take some food home yes, uh, because it was so much of it. Um, but I wrote down a couple of notes because I just want to, you know, be on, you know, on point and uh, touch all the points that I wanted to uh, share with everybody. Um, the training was extremely engagement, uh, engaging. Uh, the time was 12 hours, but it didn't feel like that to me. For me, it felt like it flew because it was just everything was just back to back and on point. Um, it's one thing to know, you know, what you know, but when they come to your facilitators, they also, um, you know, brought a level of credibility and experience that just, you just can't compete with that. So, you know, people can read off of PowerPoints, they can, uh, you know, regurgitate information, but the people that you had training us were experienced in the field. Um, but the one thing that stood out with me was the calling versus career. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you touched on that and that kind of resonated with me because the calling is that thing that you wake up every morning or you go to bed and this is all you think about. You know, you, you have to get active. And for me, coming to your training, I had just gotten over COVID like a week before. Um, so and I had to drive from out of state to get there. But I where did I you come sure from? Where did you come from, darling? Um, I came from Florida. I'm wow. from Louisiana, but I live in Florida now. Okay. So I didn't get there until about 1130 that night, uh, the night before. Mm-hmm. I, had to get, I had to get a couple of hours of sleep and then just head over there. <clears throat> but yes, it was raining too. Look, I got all pretty flat on my hair. By the time I left that training, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a little puff going on. But anyway, I wanted to thank you. Um, it was beautiful. I did attend the after party, but briefly because I showed up a little bit late, got me some food and I had to get back to go get some sleep. But thank you. And everybody, please, um, if you have any doubt about the content and the just the delivery, what it is that Tuslin has to to offer us, you would be a fool to pass this up. But thank you for your um for let me speak. No, oh, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you saying that. And if they a fool and want to pass it up, we want them to keep their fool ass right where they at. Because we we only want the people that are the serious about this. And I, I hope you guys saw that when you get the right people in the room, it really does make a difference. We we get so, you know, this ain't church where everybody, you know, we all come where everybody welcome. Come on in. No, we want the right people. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But I just believe if we get the right people in the room and you be okay with saying, you know what, this just ain't for you. It's okay. No love. love. If y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all know I tell people all the time, unfollow me. Please unfollow me. I don't want no followers. Unfollow me. Don't, don't worry about it. You don't like what I say? Keep it moving. I do that to be an example to you to show that it's okay. If Marcel is one of the reasons, I know y'all be saying, oh, Marcel is something else. Well, the reason why I poured a lot into him, even behind the scenes on Marcel, stop asking. Well, my friends don't be listening. They don't be there. Stop waiting on friends and family. Stop waiting on friends and family. I have four cousins that came, guys, and I've never met these people in my life. And they came to the training. I've never met them in my life. Even your family, just because you don't have family rocking with you, eventually they had to know who I was as a cousin because they can't miss that work I'm doing. So they had to show up and see who is this cousin that I ain't never met. You think I was waiting on them? You can come show up and meet me at the work. Meet me at the work. That's how we can get. That's what the family reunion going to be. And I told them flat out, I hope y'all come to train because I'm not stopping this training to be doing no family reunion. And we're not going to sit on, take our time on the train and talk about who cousin this and who grandpa this and all of that. That ain't what this is for. I hope y'all came for training. Y'all want to talk on the back end? We'll talk on the back end. But this was not to even come meet with cousins I ain't never met before. So I, I have a large family. There's people all over that I've never met. So they came. They was cousins. Hey, yeah, so show some love. They came when I, because I, I was checking people in. Oh, y'all cousins, so-and-so. Hey, nice to meet you. Gave my a hug, told them keep on pushing. So even family that I never met before had been there. I didn't stop to have a conversation with them. So I hope you understand that. That's why I give you a real-time example, real time. You ain't got time to be stopping, waiting on no cousins. Everybody ain't called for this. Your, your tribe is your people that are called in the career versus calling situation. The reason why that was a topic is because even with Michelle, I talked to her all the time. You'll know if it's a calling versus a career. There's some operatives that just want to have this as a career, meaning they want to be a field organizer. That's OK, guys. Everybody doesn't have a prophetic calling and that's OK. But you need to know the difference between a calling and a career. Because everybody's not called for this. You just made, there's people that go to school. I'm a political science major. You know, I want to do strategy. I want to do, like that one sister kept asking about doing research and all of that. Hey, yeah, great. Do research. That may not be a calling, but she may be damn good at it, doing a career and doing research. But I do a calling though. That means I'm willing to stand there by myself looking crazy as hell. That's the difference. That's how you know. Somebody looking at you like you're crazy. What's wrong with them? And they, that's a calling. Versus a career that's going to do things according and purpose and, and alignment. And you remember that one brother, for those of us in the operative class, remember that one brother kept saying, well, how do we sell ourselves to a candidate? I don't sell myself to no candidate. And if anything, I tell them, you're going to roll how I roll or we ain't going to function together. That don't mean everybody moved that way. So you have to understand the difference between a calling uh, and a career. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up um, because that was very important. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Chicago in the building. I know I know you were there, Chan, because I remember your face. I remember the beer. Shout out to the beer game in the building all the way from Chicago. You can now speak. You just unmute it and then you mute it again. Hey. Hello. Hey, shout out to Chicago in the building. <laughs> hey, yeah. Definitely wanted to uh say thank you uh for putting together the uh, nonpartisan boot camp. I came all the way down from Chicago. Again, I, I see uh, your interview on the Breakfast Club back in Joe, and I, I made it a point to come down there. I brought my brother with me. Uh, definitely was helpful just as an uh, introduction to, uh, I chose the uh, community uh, um, organizer track, and uh, it was very thorough, very professional. I was on time. It was a line at 7 o'clock in the morning, so just to see everybody there that was uh, just positive. They wanted the information. That they came from all over the country to participate. It was just a wonderful thing to be a part of. And I'm definitely proud that I got a chance to come down there uh, to meet you, to see the training, and to uh, take something back home. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, brother. I know we had a great time, you know, at the after party. Chicago always know how to take care of everybody. I love living in Chicago. Can't wait to move back. Chicago in the building. That's the Chicago's known, in case y'all don't know, the working man city. Uh, them brothers be working down there. They the kind of brothers that work and, you know, really be working and getting it done in the Midwest. Love, love, love Chicago and love my time uh, that I that I spent there. Um, I think I have Kendall. Oh, you have your hand up. 
Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes. I just have one one quick last thing, and then you can drop me back down to listener. I just wanted everybody to know that this training was the how, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear so much of what needs to be done, um, but no one ever gives us the how to get it done. And you gave us the how to get it done. You know, a lot of us have to figure it out on our own. We have to do research. We wing it. But you gave us the how to do it, and it was in, in order, right? It was like in a progressive very strategic, very organized way of doing this. And I just wanted to let everybody know that. And yeah. you can drop me back down to listen, but thank you. God, God no so no problems, honey, sweet. No, I keep your speaker. It's fine. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that also was strategic. Um, when I put together the, um, when I put together, you know, like building out like what the actual titles would be. Because even when you're working with trainers and you say, hey, what do you want to train on? And they give you a bunch of content all over the place. I remember Christy was like, okay, I I told her, I said, no, let's literally go all the way back to the first moment when you said, I want to organize. What does that look like when I want to organize? And even Christy said, she said, okay, yeah, Tess, you're taking me all the way back because I didn't want her to start on step five and 10. I said, go all the way back to like day one. Hey, I want to do something. What is the first thing that you do? Because what I found is attending so many different trainings, you leave with all this content and then you're like, damn, how do I, what's literally the first thing that I do? And so I want to make sure that we started at step one and then gradually built. So uh, the training was set up to say, okay, first, this is the type of team you have to have. Then the second one was ambition of a rider. Because again, we use, I use hip hop titles. After you say this is the type of team you have, now you need to know it's all about you. That was very strategic. I wanted it in that order because what I've seen with these trainers is uh, most of these training courses, they start with the teams. And then after that, they go on. Okay, now this is how you raise money. And then now this is the campaign day. And then now you win. And now it's over with. And what I have seen, even as a candidate, that you get this, they tell you you're going to have this team and then nobody shows up. And then that's where people just get out the game. They That's where they usually stop. That's why that that session, and I'm glad Naheem brought it up. It's all about we, but it's, it falls on me. I drilled that to the trainers. This is the most important. There was one part that was one of the most important. It was that because that's usually where people just say, you know what? I'm not doing this. Don't nobody support me. Why are they not supporting me? The training said I'm supposed to have a fundraising manager and a voter outreach person and a this and a that. And that's where people get out the game. I could have started with it's all about you starting out, but I wanted, I strategically wanted the team first because I wanted you to. I wanted you to get built up to know that you'll have a team and then brought down to know it really may not be them. And then now let's go back to community coalition building to now this is how you find your new tribe. And then now this is how you plan. And then now this is how you manage. So that was very much in order, strategically in place. And I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted I wanted you to I wanted that. I don't know if y'all knew that, but that was it was strategically set up that way. So thank you for naming that. Kendall, uh, you can now speak. <laughs> I know you were at the training because I remember your name. I remember that. I remember all of you guys because I was texting y'all, blowing y'all up on them text messages. So I remember a lot of names that I just really remember. And when I say I was blowing y'all up, I was blowing y'all up. Um, Kendall, you can turn your, <laughs> your mic on, sweetie. Hey, Tasman, yes, you do remember my name, Mom. I, I came with my mother and my 14-year-old daughter. Yes. And we were there at 6.40 a.m. Yes, ma'am. 
And I I just kept remembering you saying, they're not going to make a liar out of us. Don't make no liar out of me. We can be there on time. So we're getting ready in the hotel. We drove not, we drove eight hours, but a six hour distance because I had to take my mom up first. And wow. then drive an additional six hours to get there. Wow. I remember because I texted you and you said, can I bring my daughter? And I said, you better believe it. And that that was great. really, yeah, I remember. That's what I'm telling I remember y'all. I was texting y'all. I was pretending, because I, I, but a lot of people didn't know that it was me until I did that one, that, remember I did that one last text and I said, Tess and Figaro here, uh, I need y'all to respond. People started responding, but it was Tess and Figaro the whole time. I like to see who's going to respond and who ain't going to respond. It was me the whole time blowing y'all up. Somebody got mad at Marcella. She doing too much texting. Well, get your ass on up out of then because either you're going to say you come, Adults have a hard time. They feel they disappointing you by saying, I can't attend. It's okay if you can't attend. I just needed to know. That was a strategy too. Like be okay with saying I can or I can't. It costs money to send y'all text messages. You don't just text for free. So I needed to know so I can get an idea on food and all that. Cause this is at the convention center. They needed these numbers. So I had to have, you know, I couldn't just wait on people. I got the text message. I told you I confirmed three months ago. Think about it, y'all. From the very beginning, when people were signing up in June, I said, check your email and your texts often. Check it often. I kept saying, you're going to have to confirm more than once. Confirm on confirm on confirm. Things change in life. I can't assume that the same people that signed up in the beginning are the same people that signed at the end. That's a part of organizing, guys. And people that are too damn lazy to do that, that's why they have, when they say, oh, well, I always, one of my teammates said, we don't always expect about 30% not to show up. I said, well, if you're expecting 30% not to show up, you didn't engage them appropriately. Because if you know, even if 30%, let's say I say 300 people going to show up, I should know who those 30% are before the event if you engage them. There's going to still be some last minute stuff going on, but overwhelmingly, I should have an idea of who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. When people just do that, throw it up against the wall and see what sticks, it's because they did an RSVP at the last minute. They just assume if they say they come and they coming, and then you come to the room and it's 40 people at best. And then you sitting around talking about, well, you know, we don't never show up for nothing. Well, you know, we show up for the club. Well, you know, we don't this. Well, maybe we should have had food. No, maybe you should have engaged. When you take the time to engage DNC, you don't have to worry about black people not voting. When you take the time to engage Republican Party, you don't have to worry about black people not voting. When you engage black men year around, you don't have to sit around some of these people who run for governor talking about black men don't vote. You didn't engage them. That's just the bottom line. So it all starts with engagement. And that was what started this training. And I hope you guys were able to see that. I'm sorry, Kendall. I just wanted to put a pin in that part. No, you're absolutely correct. And you definitely did. Because in the beginning, because I was so far away, I felt like I couldn't attend. It's in Atlanta. This is something that I'll hear about. And I can't, you know, take a part in it. But because there was so much early notification, I said, you know what? You're planning to not go. Instead of that, Kendall planned to go. And that's wow. how my mother got involved. So, you know, she has issues. She's a senior. There's senior housing that she complains about. You know, find out how you can be the change you want to see, how you can help yourself instead of waiting for someone to help you. Mm-hmm. And it was my daughter, um, you know, she's just listening to me, listening to one of your lives. And she says, who is that? And it's your lives sparked her interest in being able to be a, a changer or a disruptor in her own life and school and what's going on. I said, you know what? You come. You come with me. Wow. And that's why she got added at the end. Wow. I'm so glad you did that. And I'm glad you said that and named that. And, you know, I know a lot of y'all say, we just talked about a little while ago, the boule, the boule, the boule. Guess what? I'll be training them to. Do y'all know who I trained 
uh, quite a bit. In fact, I'm doing it on Saturday. Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill students from 12 all the way to 18. I train them often, hundreds of them. I've trained hundreds of them. They love the hood whisper. And guess what? I talk just like this. When they, buy, I just happen to be there on by mistake on the hill last year. They invited George Floyd's family. She could not attend. They had a funeral going on. So I went in her place and I got up there and I said, I want to make sure that I talk to these kids real. I'm not just get up here. I was behind all the big names, you name it, all the establishment. And I said, I'm just got to keep it real with these kids. Do you know that almost damn near once a quarter, every other month, one of the first of all, I freestyle battle with them. So that's number one. That's how we made the connect. Because one of the little boys talked me because I said, well, y'all know I freestyle battle. Y'all want to freestyle battle at the end. Y'all come on up. So one of the little boys came up and tried me, girl. He said, you want to freestyle? He said, was you for real? I said, yeah, we was for real. Pull these table back and let's get it in. I'm not this is, oh, you know, I'm just playing my throat hurt. No, we about to get it in. And the mama said, well, take it easy on my son. I said, girl, I'm about to son your son. He ain't about to embarrass me. And we divided that room up with the girls and the boys. And I went ahead and brought him all the way down. And he always hit me up on the inbox. I'm working on my stuff, auntie. I'm working on my stuff. So those bootleg kids, as y'all call them, because I remember when I went live that day, somebody on Twitter, as usual, per usual, look, she over there with the boule. Y'all love saying that shit is amazing to me. But anyway, the boule loved Tessa Figaro just as I am. And I got up there talking about the hood and bloods and crips. And I told them that if they are, if they follow suit and have this talented 10 uh, mindset of thinking that they have a degree and they can't reach back, you know, to others, then they have failed. And even those mothers with their prissy selves. They hit me on the inbox all the time. Hey, I'm, I can't reach my child, but I just want my child reached. Can you come speak to my children? So I, I talk to them all the time. And it was plenty of us. You name it. The Jim Clyburns, the, the Obama administration, the this to that, the this to that. Guess what? Guess who's been going back damn near every month? Me. Because even them kids want to hear the real. So y'all don't think that certain spaces are closed off to you. They're not. They just haven't had access. You don't want to go over there because you think they don't want to hear from you. They don't want to, you don't want to hear, you know, vice versa. Now, don't go nowhere you don't align with. But I wanted to bring that point that even I, I train kids all the time because they just want to hear the truth. They recognize the truth. When we did Clark uh, Clark University just last week, Marcellus was there and them young people said, you can't, I told them, y'all, we can't get 100 people at best. We literally own the college campus. Why y'all can't get these babies to come in here? Oh, well, you know, we got to have popcorn. We have popcorn. Why these babies ain't come? They ain't in here because they don't want to hear what y'all got to say. That's just the reality. They don't want to hear what you got to say. The woman said, the little baby said, I'm saying baby, she in her 20, you know, baby to me. But she said, how do I get the young people and the, and the older people together? And then they said, well, let Tesla answer it. The old woman jumped over me, sis. Not old one, older. Let me not say old. The older woman jumped over me to answer it. And then they was going to tell her, oh, go have a seat. I told no, we ain't going to have no seat. I'm going to answer this question. That, and that's what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all y'all got to be bold and be rude and be all right with saying no. I'm going to answer this question. The woman, the girl asked me, but you thought you knew everything about everything. And her answer was, well, you know, get with your academic advisors and get with the this and get with the that. I'm not trying to disrespect the sister, but the woman didn't want to hear that. The young girl didn't need to hear that. I told her, don't worry about getting with no academic advisors. Don't worry about having no mentor. A lot of reason why they want to mentor these babies is because they want to try to control them. I said, what about if you don't have nobody? Do you know that young lady came up to me at the end and said, I'm so glad you spoke into my life. I just lost my mother from a drug, a drug overdose. I don't have a relationship with my father. He's an alcoholic. He's a felon. 
Yes, her with her pretty self, Alpha Kappa Alpha, the divine nine, sitting up there looking pretty as ever, came and told me her story of her drug of, of her mother that she just lost. When you speak truth to power to people, it will trigger something in their spirit. So when people tell me oh, I look like an HBCU event, wasn't no HBCU event. It was a hood whisper event, me, the visionary. But even if it was at an HBCU, I still can speak truth to power. It don't matter to me the location. It matters what I'm talking about. So I'm so glad you named that and put that on the record that you brought your baby as well as your mother. That's three generations. My mother's in the grave. So my mother couldn't be there. But even if she couldn't, even if she couldn't have been there, even when she was alive and well, she wouldn't have flew down to come. So you have a blessing right now, right in front of you that can speak to end all generational curses that were in the past or upcoming in the future because you were there to speak that life into existence into your baby. And don't you, I remember, I remember you texting me because I said, you better bring that baby because I drag my baby everywhere I go. The only reason why she wasn't there this weekend is because she had a cheerleading, a mandatory camp that she had to, uh, you know, be there. But that baby see you, she see what you're doing. She, she, you're planting in her. And if you got a drag her, you better drag her because I, I definitely did. Don't make her do nothing she don't want to do now because everything ain't for everybody. But she going to know her mama's a rider though. That's for sure. And what she took from it, before I get to what I took from it, at the end, you showed yourself, you did your 10 years of completion and you showed yourself as your, your younger you and your drill. And you spoke on how you didn't even know at the time where you would be 10 years from now. And she saw the possibility of what she could Oh, wait, hold on, sis. Pause right there. Oh, girl, you are really speaking. Shout out to Aisha in the building who's listening right now. First of all, Aisha's a school teacher. I don't even know. She must be on lunch break or something. But Aisha's listening right now, and that was whose mother that we buried, my godmother, her second mom, who we buried on Monday. And I told her I showed that drill team uh, video. So I'm glad that she's, Aisha, are you still there? I'm glad you got a chance. Uh, I think you're still in here because I just saw you say amen. But uh, Aisha, I'm glad she heard you say that um, because I showed her that we that I did that drill, you know, that I showed the drill team. I had to do spoken word about that. And man, you just blessed me, sis, because... I, I just happened to show that to y'all. So for you to say that yeah. that touched her, that, that says a lot. My, well, my takeaway was the SWAT and the strengths and weaknesses and to play to your strengths instead of your weaknesses. And then how you also aligned that when I, I started as organizer track and then I went over to the operative and when I walked in, nothing is by accident. Um, Michelle, I think it was, was going over the SWATs and being an operative and it was discovering the strengths and weaknesses of the candidate that you would be representing. Mm -hmm. So I was able to align and click and it just, it clicked at that moment, what you were doing and that how I can apply this same tree, the same from the root to the trunk to the leaves. And if you were there, you know what I'm talking about in my life and filling that blank. I got the calling versus the career because I was definitely called because the fire in my belly that got me in that car to make all these arrangements, to pay for the hotel, to argue with loved ones at home about, no, you're getting that baby off the bus and mm -hmm. you take it in the end mm -hmm. because I have to do something and, and listen to my inner voice. So the career, I'm a, I'm a manager in my day-to-day. -day, how do I apply that with my passion? So some of, sometimes you're you're calling in, your career can align. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, that's even more of a, you know, this is what you should be doing. So I just want to thank you for the opportunity 
I've, I've been engaged. I, I express that I donate everywhere to this cause, that cause. I, I stay online, but you gave me a place to go, to be active, to know how to use my strengths and be a positive mem member of my community, showing my daughter all the while. I don't even know what she was planted in her, and it, it was you. And I thank you. Oh, man. Thank you so much. Such a blessing. Aisha is still listening. Um, and, you know, again, y'all, Aisha and I, she's older than me. But I always looked up to her. She always had resources that I didn't have. And when she took time to plant, you know, to uh, pour a seed into me and her mother uh, with our drill team of planting into me, it was a blessing to be able to do the poem uh, that I did that talked about, um, you know, the life that she lived and how she touched me. And that was 33 years ago. Um, that video that you saw 33 years ago. Um, and I just believe, but I didn't wait until sister Bridget died to tell her what she meant to me. I was able to tell her while she was alive and well. Um, and so this is a real journey. I has been my ride or die, my best friend who, when I did, when I was on my knees and I didn't know what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. And I didn't know where my next check was coming from and what I was going to do after that. And I'm talking about going through it, starting a business, going through a divorce. I had a crazy nutcase that I had to uh, run down and figure out who this person was that was stalking me in Orlando, by myself, no friends, no family, riding, pushing, still believing. I had holes in my shoes when I went to the con Congressional Black Caucus boot camp. I didn't even, everybody kept looking at me while I kept crying and crying and crying and crying because I just couldn't believe that I was in the building. I know what God has delivered me from. I'm going to do the poem, the spoken word that I did for her mother, and then I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do DNA Twisted because I forgot some of the words when I was talking to y'all because I got so wrapped up in the spirit. But I do want to share, if you don't mind, since you guys did see that video, I want to do uh, that piece uh, that I did uh, for her mother um, that day. If you want to hear it, if y'all want to hear a little bit of spoken word. Now, you guys watched the video and you saw us. I was 10 at that time, 10, 11, really young, 9, 10. I don't know what age it was, uh, but that was in 1989. And we had a drill team and her mother was the founder of it. And she's listening now, my best friend, Aisha. And I wanted to make sure, and Aisha's picture was in there. And uh, I was in that video too. I had my little gold. Y'all so, remember I stopped y'all. I had my little gold hair and bone on y'all. You could tell it would look like some Raising Cane in the episode of Raising Cane. You can tell by the hairstyles. But I really wanted Sister Bridget to know like what she planted in us. So I'm using a lot of terms that we use in the drill team in this, this piece. And I'll share it with you guys. I stand before you to honor the founder of the Friendship Baptist Church drill team. My godmother, our church, our spiritual leader, our spiritual guide, the one that took time that invested in our spirit and taught us pride. Hours of practice to learn company special. She was teaching us how to literally use our body as God's vessel. We would perform reverse. And I now know that she wanted us to learn the word so that we could put a reverse on any spiritual, on any generational curse. Let me say that one more time. Let me reverse it because you didn't get it. I said we used to perform reverse. And now I know that she wanted us to learn the word so that we could put a reverse on any generational curse. She produced a play called Save the Children, and it wasn't just for play because she actually saved the children. We were a small team, but it felt like millions. 
Antoine Chicken, Mike Buzz, stop acting up. Come on, guys. Get it together. Your hands ain't straight enough. We will perform change places. But I came to tell you that right now she wouldn't change places with us because she's changed over into another place, a place where she doesn't have to fuss. All of the movements and things we did with our hands, we now know 33 years later that was all a part of God's plan to teach us there was no limit of what God can do. And I'm standing for my drill team, the seed that she planted as living proof. Let me stop that one last time because you just heard the sister on Twitter say, I am glad, Tesla, you planted that seed in her. See, she didn't know that in the poem, just so Monday, I said, I'm standing for my drill team, the seed that she planted as living proof. She didn't know that part, but I did. That's why I had to read this poem. She's still with us through thick and thin, and this ain't the end. This is the begin, because to be absent with the body is present with the Lord. We used our body to perform how to put on the full arm of God, because she knew that in life we would need to pull out our Holy Ghost sword. And as you saw in the video, at the end of every performance, before we would say goodbye, she would have us sing. I love him. I love him. Oh, how much I love him. She had us sing that because she wanted us to tell everybody before we said goodbye who we loved and why. So as I say goodbye on behalf of the Friendship Baptist Church drill team, we love you, Sister Bridget. I hope I was able to explain why. And we know that you're home now, but it's only natural for us to cry. We love her. We love her. Oh, how much we love her. Jesus. She has her crown. Jesus, the precious one. Jesus. Sister Bridget, a job well done. So that's the end of that piece. I'll put the video up if you want to see. Before we would go out, we would say Jesus, a precious one. Jesus, you know, our Lord and Savior. So it makes sense if you watch the piece. But I wanted to say that. And the reason why I wanted to do that poem is because you just heard the sister talk about three generations. And I'm going to end it here because it's very important that we end on, on a prophetic word. You just heard the sister say that I did move hell and hot water to bring three generations, her mother, herself, and her child. And she said, you planted a seed in her. And so that poem was very important to do because I wanted you to know what I left that train to go do on Monday, which was to confirm the seed that was planted in me. And we really can do this. We can break generational curses. It is in us. You don't have to have the budget. You don't have to have an elected official push you. You don't have to have a quote unquote organization. You don't have to have all of those things. All you have to do is believe. You've been listening to Straight Shot, No Chase, or Tesla Figaro. This will be available uh, for you to listen to uh, either on YouTube. It is has been recording on YouTube. Feel free to share it. It also will be available on the podcast. God bless you. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Teslin Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne the God. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.